Before we get started with today's episode, we would like to take a moment to disclose a trigger warning for mental health and the mention of suicide. We appreciate all of you who listen, but if this could be harmful to you, please skip this episode or at the very least skip the better part of the second half as we have a discussion about theories and possibilities on both of the aforementioned subjects. If you do, we look forward to you joining us again next time. In 2021, people are struggling more than ever, and many of them do not feel like their normal self. If you or someone you know is suffering from mental health, there are many ways to acquire the help you need. Reach out to a friend, a family member. You can even see an in-person therapist. And if neither of those options work for you, you can always call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. Or you can text GO to 741-741 to reach a trained crisis counselor through Crisis Text Line, a global not-for-profit organization. They are free, they are 24-7, and they are confidential. It is 1-800-273-8255 or text GO to 741-741. And then last but not least, you can go online or use the app BetterHelp. It provides accessible, affordable, and convenient private online counseling anywhere, anytime. You can talk with one of their 19,000 licensed professional therapists online and make you a better you. Thank you all for listening and being here. Now on to today's episode. Welcome. Here you will hear stories of the unknown, tales of the twisted and terrible that have been silenced. The strange and the transcendent, riddles, secrets. As your guides, we will take you on an expedition where the curtain between worlds is torn. This is the farthest reaches. Chalk's broke. I got to change the board what since the f- what's his face? Fuck. What? Josh, that's it. Yeah, he called it out. We have a chalk marker uh, upstairs. We have a chalk marker? No, I'm just going to use- What's a I'm chalk just, marker? Just gonna, it's like literally like a pen with Chalk marker? <laughs> it's a pen with liquid ink, but it's like a race Oh, this doesn't oh. work. Oh, God, that sound. Oh, God. Mm. I don't like so, to say Sorry, everybody. Sorry, everybody. What should I write exactly? I don't know. Whatever the fucking episode is, like well, you always have. I got to write- um, Okay. Useless uh, things that no one will listen to. Okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Can you hear this? Yes. Yeah, you can. Doesn't that sound nice? God, I don't like to say this anymore. I feel like I'm at school. <sighs> hold on. Oh God, yeah. We're not PTSD. ready for the episode, but we're already recording. Okay. Oh! What does that say? It says... <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Matt, it's... No, no, no. no. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Josh is Josh literally no help at all. That's actually pretty Str- funny. Stranger Granger. <laughs> because today's topic <clears throat> is the disappearance of Granger Taylor. 
Welcome to TFR, everybody. I am Matthew Plunkett, and What's with TFR me as always, it, you have to say it. You have to say the show of the name. The, the, the name show of the name. Stupid bitch. <laughs> the name of the show. You need a Fuck. nap. It's yeah, nap time for you. Very Get on the do. Josh futon. Hmm. I, I I don't know. Hey, you'll finally have uh-huh. something to put under disappearances. Oh shit! That's that's why I'm doing it. I'm filling this out. Oh, so we're just doing this one episode, so you can actually put something under that. Subject. And I will never touch it again. <laughs> okay, cool. Except because you'll disappear. What? And then you'll be one with one. You'll be one with the disappearances. Okay. Welcome to the farthest reaches. Yeah, what's up? I am Matthew Plunkett, and with me, as always, is... Josh Burton! Woo! And you are someone who's never been... On a main episode. On a main episode. But you are now, and I'm not sure why, even though you've asked me. I don't know why I'm here yet. <laughs> and what, what, what's your name, beautiful woman? She's been my real name. She's been mentioned on this on this podcast for- many times. She forgot her name. <laughs> the name. Where's his name? <laughs> Cassandra. What, your, okay, good. Cassandra. Nice to meet you, Cassandra. Cassandra, not Cassandra, not Cassie. You may have heard her Cassandra. voice on our Black Eyed Children episode. Not Cassassie. I'm so sorry if you've heard my voice before. Cassassie. Yeah, you can call me that. All right, cool. People You're- at work call me that though. Ooh, look, me and Josh are taking synchronized drinks. Oh, I don't have a drink to sip like that. I only have water. You need something. You need to keep your throat moist. I do, but it's not. It's a straw. It's not the same. It's probably always Here. moist, actually. Being inside the... God. <laughs> Rehydrate. It's important. I, I always yell that message out while we're recording. I don't want people to forget, because if you do, you Shut die. Shut up, you're not even drinking water. No, I'm drinking coffee. I have to stay awake like this hydrate. boring fucking podcast, man. <laughs> Today has been a hell of a day. I feel like Why? Right. Uh, yeah, I woke up and cleaned off fucking four to five inches of snow off my car the fucking end of April. It's almost May. Mm-hmm. And there's fucking snow everywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, well, not, not right now. now but this morning. Nothing. Well, no, my plan last night was... I got fucked yesterday. Not by you. Someone else. Yeah. And... It's true. I had to push off some work until today, and I thought, oh, you know what? I'll just wake up earlier, and I'll go in and do my thing. I woke up late, later than I ever have, 3.45. Oh, my God. I just woke up, and I'm like, what the fuck happened? Sorry, I didn't wake you up. I was sleeping. And so, yeah, that completely just ruined and just derailed my entire day <laughs> right like, from right from the get-go. I didn't, like a you problem. I didn't leave the driveway until, like, I don't know, 4.15 or oh something. Gosh. I should have been at work at 4.00. Needless to say, there are some customers out there that are looking for chips and drinks and don't have them at all. So sad. I feel for them. Too bad. So sad. What's that from? What's that from? No, not you. Josh. Josh is the movie wizard. Josh is the movie wizard. Wait, hold on. Do I know something that Josh doesn't? sad. Oh my oh, god! It's okay, Woo, yeah, he did it. <laughs> in my head, like I was like, I was like, it's either that, or for some reason, I was thinking of uh, Calypso from Pirates of the Caribbean. Fair, Pat's fair. Cinema pop quiz, you nailed it. Good job. So, right before I actually get into this story, I just want to bring something up. This is a documentary that came out yesterday on 420. Woo woo! Either of you guys smoke anything? Did you smoke anything while I was gone? You know neither of us smoke, so I don't know why you're saying whoop whoop. <laughs> I didn't have a smoke buddy. He wants to be cool with the with the crowd, even though none of us have I have ever not smoked. had my, my first joint. He's never, I haven't had anything. He's never done the pot before. I have never done the pot. Nope, never. I've never done the marijuana. Nope. Marijuana. What do we want to call lettuce. it? Devil's lettuce. Josh, have you? Yeah, we <gasps> talked about that. Oh my God, we get did? out of my house. I don't, I don't like remember. criminals in here. <laughs> Bad. Ew. You believe in Satan then, huh? Do you worship him? You drink his blood? 
Yes. You know weed is a gateway drug, Josh. Yeah, yeah. it's true. <laughs> it is. So is Dungeons and Dragons like your shirt. <gasps> oh my God, he is the devil incarnate. You filthy soul. Yeah, it's been a long time though. It's been a long time since I can roll. And did the pot. But anyway, so this documentary is literally called Sasquatch. All right. And you haven't watched it yet? What's no, it about? <laughs> I wanted I wanted to watch it yesterday, but I was still working on the outline for today's episode. Uh, I didn't get around to it. But what do you think it's about, Sasquatch? What do you think it's about? Hmm? Well, I heard it. I just asked. Any so. any any guesses? I know, but that's my job. My job. No takers? No? Nothing? I bet it's about Sasquatches that kill weed farmers. So you know about this. I just wait. I, I like. I, always, I remember <laughs> you know the. I this. remember the news article, but I didn't know it was an actual uh, documentary. Is that really? Uh, yeah. The basis of it. <laughs> I saw, uh, basically yes. I saw like, I don't know. My phone let me know like, hey, you might want to check this out. And I was like, oh, cool. Let's see what this is about. Um, and it's literally here. I'm looking at Deadline.com, and it's director uh, Joshua Rofe. I'm not sure how to say the last name um, on bringing together Bigfoot, weed, and murder in Hulu doc Sounds series. Sounds like a great time. Oh, fuck yeah, it does. <laughs> Hulu's Sasquatch is not really about Bigfoot, although the mythical creature looms large in the three-part series. The, uh, the project is, in fact, a murder mystery centered around a dangerous weed-growing community in the Pacific Northwest. What um, makes it dangerous? The director told Dead- Deadline, uh, which broke the news of the series in January, that after... Uh, the director finished his other movie, I guess, Lorena, the Amazon docuseries about Lorena Bobbitt, the woman who famously cut off her husband's penis. He was looking for a oh, story yeah. that was hard to search for, <laughs> which led him to Sasquatch naturally. Uh, naturally, no, like one does. It's, it's, it's I'm a this little place. disappointed that they called it Sasquatch. And not I like, am too. And not like Bud Squatch or something, something like that. Yeah, something stupid. You know how like disappointed i was as a child when i would see like one of these movies that was like i don't know dragon blood i'm like oh fuck yeah sweet and it's like a soccer team i'm like i I didn't like that at all (laughs) that was so misleading but this is the same way it takes place like in the pacific northwest there's this place called like murder mountain which a bunch of weed farmers had been i don't know killed apparently and someone reported like in the 1990s that a sasquatch Killed three of them or something like that. And he doesn't really investigate like for it to be Sasquatch, but he does investigate to see what exactly is going on. This I don't is know. literally the it's, opening to the Friday the 13th reboot. It, <laughs> it seems like a hell of a ride. And uh, yeah, if anyone wants to check that out and uh, I don't know, have a good time, possibly. I'm going to do the same. Uh, I highly recommend it because why not? I don't. So is a Sasquatch, it, I'm pretty sure I'm right on this. Is it synonymous with like just Bigfoot? Yes. Same diff. Yeah. Yeah. It's more Sasquatch so like. Sasquatch is just the, the, I think it's like one of the Native American like languages. Mm-hmm. Like, basically, it means, like yeah. wise man of the mountain. Because in my mind, I want to be like Bigfoots are the boys and the Sasquatches are the girls because they're like the sassy, mm. they're like the sassy Bigfoot. Mm. They have like a Prada bag and some heels. <laughs> like, I just picture them being like sassy. Ooh. Like a sassy squatch. That should be a movie. Sassy squatch. I like that. Sassy squatch. I'm Cassie to... squatch. Oh shit. That's Cass- your Twitter. Cass- Cassquatch. That's my new name. That's your Twitter oh, handle. That's my yep. new name. That's your Twitter Cass- handle. That that is now your podcast. That's handle, my man. name. I'm still trying to think of Even one that's I associated with weed, man. Cass- <laughs> like what or fuck you're saying, pot squatch or fucking oh. you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. sass blunt or something. Like, sass blunt. I, I'm trying to think blunt of something. Blunt squatch. Blunt squatch, yeah. That reminds me of that um 
that meme that went around on Facebook a while ago where it was like a cigarette and at the very end where the tobacco normally was, there was Chewbacca's face because it blended in so well. And it was like <laughs> che- the- Chewbacco or oh, something. God. <laughs> that's exactly what the same vibe. It's the exact same energy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's just in celebration of 420 and we all know what 420 is about. So, it's uh, Bonnie's yeah. birthday. Also Hitler's birthday. If you didn't know. <laughs> okay. Did not know that. that it, yeah, it is you a didn't fact. know that? No. Oh. It is a fact. All evil people Look, I'm not are born with Hitler, on 420. Okay? I don't know. There's List, a link. And, and 420. It's the devil's day. Yeah, 420. It's you know, Hitler's birthday, Bonnie's birthday, Weed's birthday. Mm-hmm. We've had a few teachers. Happy with birthday, that birthday, marijuana. I don't fucking know. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. isn't it right. Bob Marley's birthday, and that's why? It, or am I wrong? On I have that? no fucking idea. I don't mm. smoke. I don't either. We are the wrong people yet. to talk about this. I'm so sorry. Oh, if yeah. I just we, totally we, got we that wrong. I have no idea what the fuck's going on. <laughs> I, I just drink and. I drink chocolate milk and <laughs> yeah. play Animal Crossing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right. So before we get into our episode, like always, social media, Twitter at TFR Pod Official, the farthest reaches on Instagram and Facebook. There's a Facebook group if you want to uh, be a part of a society that's uh, really interested into the paranormal and supernatural. And uh, you can have a great time there. Just it answer three simple questions. Yeah, it's a fucking rager. Like one person posts every like seven days. It's and it's lit. me. It's lit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I posted there a couple times. Good way to deter them. They're like, oh, I was going to, but now I'm not. Because no, you, really... you gave the shitty one star review just now. No, no, it's good for people like me. Who are like introverted, social anxiety. You could, it's not. There's no pressure. Uh, that, that's true. It's and speaking vibe. of reviews, fucking review us. <laughs> yeah, um, I actually wanted to throw oh, this out there. Oh, all right. I'm if gonna you, take the back seat for well, a second. We've done it in the past, but if Can you guys you sit back there, <laughs> <laughs> not in your car. If you guys uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcast or any platform that allows it, even if you leave it on Facebook on our uh, Facebook page, we'll read your review. On oh yeah, the Any, podcast. Like, anywhere us... you can leave a review, leave it. I don't care if it's one star, two star, three, four, five, or if there's a platform out there that has <laughs> like six star. We will read. Like I know um, every review. I know we've gotten like I mean we've gotten some ratings on Apple Podcasts, but not a lot of reviews. So leave reviews too. Five yeah, stars and review. reviews. I don't care if it's like, but even if it's a bad it. review, we'll fucking read everything. Yeah. I would, I would oh, love to read Oh, I'm going to, to re- leave some reviews now. Do it. I would fucking love to read the reviews, especially the bad ones. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, it doesn't matter because it's going to be you. I don't, I don't, you don't want me I to don't review matter. it. Okay, let's. I'm leaving. That was bad. I'm never going to be back. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Um, please leave reviews. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Father's Reaches Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Anything paranormal, supernatural that you want to talk about. Shoot it our way. If you have your own personal stories, hit us up on the email. Um, you know, you can tell us if we can say your name or not. If if you would like that information to be withheld, that's all up to you. And we can even tell your story on an episode. We have an episode about I don't know what handful of months ago, eight so months ago in October uh, on Halloween or damn near close called Listener Tales, where all we did was just read everybody else's story because it's fascinating. Seven months ago? Six months ago? God <laughs> damn. What's wrong with me? You said eight months ago and I about actually had a panic attack. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it's been eight months. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I was like, wait, that doesn't feel right. I didn't fucking care to time, think that long ago. Time fucks me up, so you just got to get it right with me. It's almost like seven months. We're damn near the end of April. Whatever. So, okay. Let's get into the disappearance of Stranger Granger. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Granger Taylor is his name. This jo- comes from our neighbors to the north. Yes, it does. Canada. 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 Anything? You want to add anything to that? Land of the Mooses. Ooh, the Moosen. The Meese. Thank you, Brian Regan. The, the Meeses. Um, yeah, so Josh, you have heard about this case. Yeah. Well, this is like one of those cases that when you first talked about wanting to do the episode on it, I was like, yeah, I was like, this doesn't sound familiar. But once I started listening to different podcasts about it, like um, listen to the Kryptonaut podcast and a couple other like smaller podcasts that had episodes out about it. And like I, I looked up the pictures, and as soon as I saw like his, um, as we'll talk about, he made like this little like spacecraft in like his like backyard or whatever. I was like, oh fuck, I have seen this because I think it was like an episode of Unsolved Mysteries or something back when yep. I was younger. When uh, like you know, History Channel used to have all kinds of different paranormal sci-fi shows at like ten at night, and yeah, all now that. all we have is ancient aliens. Because I remember, God, I watched so many different. Because when I used to stay with my grandparents a lot when I was younger. Like, that's all I would fucking watch. Was, oh, like, yeah. The History Channel. And that's, like, everything from, you know, the Battle of Los Angeles, the um, the Mayans, and, like, their little weird spaceship thing that's on, like, the... Uh, oh, the leader's tomb, tomb or something yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. All kinds of fucking cool shit. Yeah, I... Man, th- when you look at... And, and spoiler here, but uh, Granger Taylor, the gentleman we'll be talking about, he built a replica... Of a of a of a spaceship in it's his so backyard. Fucking cool. It's so fucking rad. It's also, so neat. Uh, I was gonna say this off uh, off recording, but I wanted to save this. For, do you so in elementary school? Yeah. When they had that like yes playground equipment the two in the back. Things yep, that stood up. That's yep. exactly what it reminded me of when I first saw it. Like, you remember that at all? Because you don't. Oh wait, when did you come here? Sixth grade. Mm, never mind. Okay. No, we had these two <laughs> things where you like had to climb up ladders, almost like any. I almost want to say like. Whenever you're, you see like a, a ship or like a, a spaceship kind of movie, some sci-fi movie, and they're walking upstairs. It's always like a little tight kind of circular, cylindrical looking yeah, kind yeah, of stairway. I saw that in the video. Well, I was going to yeah. say, you, you may have even seen like the playground equipment that we're but talking about. I can't about, picture like, it in my head, the I mean, playground it, equipment. Well, it just goes up and then it's almost like, um, uh, you ever seen Men in Black? Where oh my the, god, so long where, ago. Where it looks like a spaceship, like turned out to be a spaceship and yada 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 like that. Like a flying it's saucer. It's been way too long for well, me It's kind of like that. It looks just like it would be like a flying saucer sitting on these little ladders that all you do is get up in and you yeah, just yeah, fucking sit there. Yeah, there's like Apparently a little... Apparently my playgrounds were whack because I did not have anything that cool. I had you, like a swing and a slide. You just had like road salt and... <laughs> we did have a bubble. Dead raccoon in the corner. Yeah, I was as, a bubble girl. I as, was on the bubble. As soon as I saw that like in the... Uh, like when I was looking at the pictures, I, all I could think of was like <laughs> our old playground. I'm like, man. Well, speaking uh, off what she said about the documentary there is a document documentary on the disappearance of uh granger taylor and it's literally just called spaceman and let me say this disappearance is really fucking sad it's it very really sad. sad it's very sad it's very uh, interesting if it is it is one of the most interesting um stories that i think i've ever come across like i can imagine this being a movie could you just picture well, this. Picture. Believe it or not, not to cut you off, but when oh, you cut me before off. we started watching this, and I it was called Spaceman. I thought this was going to be a documentary about like the movie October Sky, where the guy built a space rocket in his backyard. You remember that? You've never seen that movie? Well, hold on. Isn't there like a remake with Billy Bob Thornton or something like that where he I built his own no rocket? Idea. You said built Maybe a not. space rocket in his front yard. And I, all I could think of was the flat earth dude that died like it, last year. <laughs> oh, poor guy. <laughs> no, it has um, Jake Gyllenhaal in it. It's pretty old. Bubble Boy? No, like it's literally. I'm pretty sure that's the movie. He, yeah. Look, 
October Sky. He like built an actual space rocket. How the fuck do you remember that? I saw it on TV one time. I don't, it just stuck with me. Uh-huh. He's pretty cute. Well, yeah, but do you think Shrek's cute? Because you watch that all the time. Don't talk about that. I rest my case. I rest, <laughs> I rest my case. You don't case. know what I... I mean, hey, look at you. I have a type. <laughs> you know, you know, you paint me green. I, I was saying, all we need is to get you some green paint. <laughs> indistinguishable. Shrek is love. Shrek is life. I'll be your donkey. Oh, Please. God. <laughs> Please. Um, but yeah, the documentary Spaceman, it's like 45 minutes long. Um, yeah, it was pretty short. It is I very felt like short. It was going to be longer. There's not too much you can really go off of, but it's very interesting. And like Josh said, it's very sad too. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a crazy ride to really think what happened to this gentleman. All right, now let's get into the meat and potatoes, the spooky meat and paranormal potatoes of the disappearance of Granger Taylor. <laughs> COVID. <clears throat> Okay, so let's take it back to the year 1980. A year that would host many unforgettable and to some even world-changing events. You have the debut of the Rubik's Cube internationally. Hell yeah. You have the launch of CNN. The eruption of Mount St. Helens. The death of John Lennon. The release of the Pac-Man arcade game. And even the Voyager 1 finally reaching Saturn. And we weren't even alive. And you and I and that guy over there were nowhere to be seen. Weird. <laughs> Weird. Should have been. <laughs> now, when I speak of world changing, do you think of someone or something that impacts the rock that we all live on, whether it be physically, mentally, or even emotionally? Or are you perhaps the type of person that thinks on a more personal level, maybe a smaller scale, so to speak, where the world is your family, friends, community, no, or even your pets? <gasps> global. Like, global. I think of, like, the meteor that took out the dinosaurs. Instantly. <laughs> I would say if there's any world changing event, it was probably that. Literally, yeah. that's just where my mind goes. <laughs> or like the pretty, Ice Age. <laughs> pretty, pretty world changing. The sudden vanishing of Granger Taylor will reside in his family and friends' minds until the end of time because to them, Granger Taylor was the engineer of their entire world. Now, November 29th, 1980, the residents of Duncan, Vancouver Island, a Canadian province nestled within British Columbia, would start running for shelter as what some called the storm of the century started to tear through the peaceful logging and fishing town, causing great damage to properties and knocking out electricity along its path. But one man, one very eccentric, bright, and respected young man, would not bow down to this storm. Instead, he would embrace it, for it was shown to him in a dream that on the night of a great tempest, Granger would board an extraterrestrial craft and be bestowed the gift of a celestial voyage through the solar system and bear witness to the possible building blocks of the cosmos. I'm going to space, Mom! (laughs) (laughs) Granger Taylor knew this day was to come, and in preparation, he left all his possessions behind, including a large sum of money in his bank account, $10,000 to be exact. And he also wrote a short note that he left on his parents' bedroom door, describing what will become of their son after the violent squall had passed. The next morning, as the sun rose and started to bathe the locals of Duncan in both warmth and light, some unfortunate residents would not receive those pleasures. Their hearts grew cold, and their minds stayed in the darkness from the previous night, for they had realized that the storm wasn't the worst thing to happen on the night of November 29, 1980. No, for them, it was the disappearance of a son, a friend, a mentor, and an inspiration. Granger Taylor would never be seen or heard from again. Does it sound like that documentary you a looked up bit? and watched? No, I do have a question. Um, <laughs> I can't remember if they Bring said it. it or not. Do you remember his age when he disappeared? How old he was? 30. 
two. Oh, so he was. Yeah. A, see, I thought he was younger than that. No, he, he was thirty-two. He was six foot three, about two hundred forty pounds. He was a big, burly man. Also, I just did some math cool. via the internet. Um, Ten Does this grand in nineteen eighty would be over thirty grand oh. this this year. I was, so that's I was going to say that's a good amount 000. of money tucked away. Oh fuck yeah! Just to have that's Especially, a lot. Excuse me, especially when me. you figure <laughs> out how he got this money. It's oh pretty yeah, pretty badass. Hmm. So Granger Orman Taylor was born on October 7th, 1948. Mm-hmm. Great, great <laughs> names. Granger, never heard of that in my life, actually. There's a company named Granger. Orman, well, it's a person's name, which who knows? Maybe that person yeah. that owns Granger. Most companies, companies, I feel like, are started out of people's names, you at know, least older companies. When I drive home from work, there's like the paper press company or something. I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And they abbreviate it, so they have a big sign that literally just says, P-P-C-O, like the PP company. I'm like, <laughs> I fucking giggle every time. Of course, of course you, you do. do. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> We both point each other. <laughs> Stick your asses on each other now. Let's see it. Okay. We're like Josh. brothers, <laughs> only <laughs> closer. <laughs> Swap poop. <laughs> well, and I'm not a boy, but you know. So he was born on October 7th, 1948 in Duncan, British Columbia. His father died when he was still an infant, having accidentally drowned... Josh! Okay. Joshua! Sorry for the pause. Not in my house! <laughs> yeah, sorry for the pause there. Uh, my father just called me, and... Um... <laughs> wow! Okay, what do you think he just called me for? Well, I heard him mention a movie. Okay. Josh, any any, any guesses? That's all I heard. He literally just went, hey, I, okay, because I told him, I'm like, I'm in the middle of something. He goes, okay, real quick, I just want to tell you, I'm on Netflix, and I bought a movie to watch for $4.00. Um, so I sent you $4 on Zelle, but I decided to buy Equalizer 2 and it's fucked up and you should take advantage of it. Wait, he bought a movie on Netflix? How does that work? I don't know. I don't think he knows. He's probably on fucking Hulu or something. Exactly. Or like like Amazon. Amazon You don't rent a movie from Netflix. I'm like, I can't believe you had to call me for that. Equalizer 2. It's pretty fucked up, man. (laughs) Take advantage of it. To be fair, I wouldn't know. I've never seen it. Okay. Let's see if I can read this sentence for the third time and actually get through it. (laughs) Okay. Granger Orman Taylor was born on October 7th, 1948 in Duncan, British Columbia. His father died when he was still an infant, having accidentally drowned during a vacation at a cabin that the family owned. That is so sad. Yeah, I know. His mother, Grace, would eventually remarry. A gentleman by the name of Jim Taylor would enter the scene and provide the husband and fatherly figure needed for Grace Granger, Granger's three biological siblings, three step-siblings, and a half-brother. Respect for that guy for taking Mm -hmm. care of them kids. From an early age, Jim and Grace could see that Granger was somewhat of an unusual child. He was socially awkward and always liked to keep to himself. Kind of sounds like you. I relate. Yeah. Yeah. But what was lacking in everyday social skills, Granger more than made up for it with his astonishing aptitude and comprehension when it came to mechanics. Can't relate. Uh, no. no, I can't either. <laughs> you know, I fill my car with gas. And I'm like, fuck it. Let at me least go. he's a weirdo, but at least he's a genius where I'm just fucking weird. Well, that's <laughs> the th- I mean, that's the thing. I mean, a lot of people with what I get into here, they think he was like literally genius, he almost it, borderline yeah. Insane. And kind of almost have to be. Eighth grade drop, like he dropped that out of school in like eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Well, some people are just way too ahead of, like it just can't keep their interest, so they do poorly in school because well, like, they're like, I cannot deal with this shit. And like, I'm sure Matt gets into it, but like he just 
pretty much was a self-taught engineer. Like he had some Which people that amazing. helped teach him, but I mean, for the most part, yeah, you, you just kind of figured it out. You tell me a class. Almost like a prodigy. Yeah, exactly. You tell me a class, eighth grade or seventh or sixth or so on, uh, that teaches you how to work on a car right. or a fucking train. Well, today's schooling is also very, very Well, like, one of the podcasts I was listening to, they talked about, I think there was, like, some kind of, like, equipment that, like, people had given up on or whatever, and he got it running and all that shit. And they're they're scratching their heads, like... And he he made, like, a one-piston car or some shit. It's like, a magic touch. Yeah, that's, like, I I think they have it, like, in a museum now, too, and I'm like, fuck, man. So, despite his brilliance, school did not interest him like it did the others, and so Granger dropped out after his completion of the eighth grade. He soon began working as an auto mechanic assistant for a neighbor. Uh, after about a year of acquiring all the knowledge, tips, and tricks that he could from the elderly man, Granger had decided to take matters into his own hands. He believed that he had gained all the necessary skills needed to take his first big step on his own. He didn't need any more training wheels. He didn't need any floaties. He's fine. He's fine to go. I need floaties. When Granger, I believe that. I can't even tread <laughs> even, water. Even in so a kiddie pool. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> when Granger Taylor was merely 12 years old. Now, just take a second. Remember back what you were doing when you were 12 years old. Playing with Polly Pockets, and I had a really bad attitude. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. He restored a singular cylinder automobile. Completely functional. I was, like, playing with rest loops. What were you doing, Matt? Oh, God. What the fuck was I doing? Probably playing Pokemon. What was I doing in in 12th? I about said 12th grade. (laughs) I I don't know what I was doing. I can't remember much anymore, but I'm sure what playing Pokemon. I'm sure probably. I was probably playing a video game or hanging out and having sexy pillow fights with Kyle or mm. something like that. I was 12 when I moved to Bethel, um, therefore met you guys years yeah. later. I remember yep. stepping out on my front porch, and all of a sudden I was like, "Oh, the fuck was that weird sensation?" <laughs> that I sense happened? a disturbance. A disturbance in the forest. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Meanwhile, I meet you for the first time, and I'm like, ew, who the fuck is this weirdo? You're like eating chalk in math class. I'm shut like, up, shut I- up, shut up, shut up. They're not supposed to know about that. And then I married you. <laughs> That's the least of what I Josh, did. Josh, do you remember meeting Matt for the first oh, time? Oh, fucking Christ. How can you not? Actually, like, <laughs> I, I think, like, I know we met during lunch, because I did we ever, like, formally meet or was it kind of like i knew you were there well, you knew school, i was there everyone just kind of mushes together at some point yeah i feel like that's kind of what happened yeah. like i think because like we just kind of eventually well, I think, like, had we ended up having together. like lunch together since i knew joey since like fucking kindergarten and all that and you guys were friends with them and yeah then i made uh, i remember like when i meeting brady for the first time talking to him in the hallway because somebody was giving him shit and it was like when he broke his leg and i was like oh don't I was like don't make fun of the cripple kid so we can all agree at 12 years old we were significantly less impressive yeah no 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 i'm much better back then than i was mm. now i had no good no, i back mean then. then granger oh then him yes oh, we I were you said nowhere then, then. near on his level no fuck no <laughs> stranger granger hell no he was much more competent and just better off than we ever were we'll ever will ever be we'll ever yeah, exactly exactly <laughs> okay so when he was 17 years old he overhauled a bulldozer which not only was it fully operational but also he used it to help his family and his friends whenever needed just showcasing how good of a guy granger was what a bro <laughs> in his early 20s Taylor trekked through over a half mile of dense forest in order to obtain the rusting and rotting remnants of a locomotive. I remember this. That part. nature had reclaimed. <laughs> there was like a tree going mm-hmm. right through it. Yeah. Um, 
a lot of it had been scrapped during uh, World War II. Yeah, it was abandoned during the Great Depression, and World War II scrappers came along and took like the drivetrain out of it. Oh yeah, I the mean drivetrain, huh? <laughs> or something. Or What's something that do? <laughs> yeah, drive the train. Well, yeah, because yeah. I mean, during World War II, they were scrapping all kinds oh, yeah. of fucking Anything shit. Anything they can get yeah. to. Wait, yep. obviously trains were before cars. You think they made the drivetrain because it drove the train? I remember like this. Oh, like, fuck. I gotta look that go up. Go to Google. I remember like this documentaries <laughs> talking about like World War II. I mean, they even showed it in like the one Captain America movie where they're like, Billy's doing his part. And it's got the yes. little kid just like <laughs> yes. climbing like the giant, like steel, just picking shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but even that was not enough of an obstacle to stop Granger. He bought the locom... Or, excuse me. He brought the locom... Locka, locka, locka. Locka, locka, locka. That's the sound of a train mix. Locka, 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 locka. Is it? Is it? Yeah, yes. <laughs> okay, sure. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. You think that's what he was going through his mind the whole time? Just Tom is a train. Oh, that's the little his, engine like, I could. Thank you. No, I'm saying like Thomas the Train was what's going through his mind the whole time. He was like rebuilding it in that image. The creepy fucking face of Thomas the Train. When was Thomas the Train invented? Does anybody know? Um, It should have never been invented. (laughs) I don't know. We had the pretty fucking cool theme song out of it. Anyway, he brought the locomotive back to life after two years with nothing but just his smarts and his personal tools and his rough-ass fucking hands, man. He also had built tracks in his parents' yard and began taking neighborhood children for rides. That's like some cool shit, but also some creepy shit. I totally would have rode on <laughs> I think it's uh, the oh, yeah. huge train well, that he hey, had. Hey, kids, you want to get on my train in my backyard? I totally mm-hmm. would have been all about Let's it. I would have been like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I think it's creepy, maybe how I worded it. I would have too. Uh, but uh, no, I think it's fucking sweet. In 1973, the province of British Columbia purchased the steam engine and sent it off on a tour before finally putting it on display at the BC's Forest Discovery Center where I do believe it still is. Let's go. I want to go see it. Let's go right now. Well, after COVID. Especially (laughs) knowing the story that is behind the the maker of it. Exactly. That'd be pretty cool. After finally mastering the construction of different modes of land transportation, Granger took interest to the skies. It was not long afterwards that Granger would earn his pilot's license and buy a scrapped World War II Kitty Hawk fighter plane, which he eventually resurrected, of course. After Granger's disappearance, his parents sold the vintage warplane to a private collector for $20,000 in 1981, and believing that their son would still return, they put every penny of it into Granger's bank account. Yeah, so that's one thing that I think is important to note, that, like, you know, when he disappeared, like, his parents didn't think, you know, he ran away, or, like, he went on and killed himself, or whatever, like... They thought, you know, he's going to come back. Yeah. Instead of spending that money, they put Mm -hmm. it in his bank account. Yeah, I don't get into, like, every little detail, like, that I saw in in the Spaceman documentary or the podcast I listened to or the articles I read. But the people that were closest to him just believe this guy could do anything. So when he said, when I get into it later and he says what he's going to do and based off what he's done, they're like, you know what? I mean, why? what cause would you have to disbelieve him? Well, you know just I mean? the fact that it's fantastical is probably the only real reason why. But, but the from whole... past evidence, it does seem like he can literally do anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have a friend that's kind of like this. I, I mean, not so much like mechanical wise. I mean, hell, she probably could. But like, it seems like every like month they're like picking up something new. Like, you know, I don't know if she listens to the podcast, but high page if you do. But like, she's like 
done beekeeping. She's done falconry. Mm. Oh, she like okay. started learning like fucking like jack how, of all trades. Yeah, learning how to play the hurdy gurdy. Starts <laughs> the, raising the animals. Page of all trades. Yeah. Yes. There page you go. Of all trades. She's she's super. I'm smart, rad, but yeah, it seems like like she's one of those people that could easily pick up on anything that That's they awesome. want to do. Very well rounded. Almost like a, just a savant in anything. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So Granger would be thought of as a child prodigy, and some even called him an industrial archaeologist. Pretty dope. Throughout his life, Granger would become a UFO enthusiast, a keen believer in extraterrestrials, and that there is life on planets besides our own. He was fascinated with the idea of life existing elsewhere in the cosmos and the advanced technology, obviously advanced when you compare it to Earth's, uh, that they had. I think it's safe to say that Granger Taylor wanted to work on a UFO after conquering planes, trains, and automobiles. His love for mechanics reached even newer heights. He collected book after book on the subject and read every one of them he had, as if he wanted to prepare himself for the day that he would eventually work on a real spaceship. Apparently, like, his parents had, like, a couple boxes of, like, just filled to the brim of the books that they had that they kept. In the documentary... If I remember correctly, and obviously it's still like it is today, his room is just kept the way it has yeah. been for now 42 years. It's been the exact same. In the late 70s, he would go on to build his very own spaceship in his parents' backyard, and it was made from two satellite dishes welded together. This sanctuary would become known as Granger's Flying Saucer. It was situated in his parents' front yard and was created out of spare parts he had gathered throughout the years. He installed a television, couch, and wood-burning stove inside the retro replica from out of this world. He would often hang out and sleep in the spaceship as well. Hence, sanctuary. So what defines a spaceship? If he made it and never been in space... What makes it a spaceship? It's a replica spaceship just based replica off of... Replica is the key word yeah, there, I guess. Just based off, like, what eyewitnesses reported, like, of what gotcha. flying saucers and shit looked like back in the I day. I didn't know if there was, like, a nerdy term. And, like, I mean, if you... Specifically... Well, I will say, of course, we'll post the pictures on social media, because this thing I is mean, it looks fucking, like a spaceship. It thing does. thing is fucking rad looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like, don't think, obviously, for the time, anyone listening in 1980, don't think this thing is, like, floating in midair. Well, yeah. It's got fucking laser beams, yeah. you know, but... For the time, it was just really fucking neat. And this guy just the best of both worlds right there. He was Mm -hmm. unbelievably fascinated with anything that was from out of this world. And just his mechanically being mechanically inclined, he just put the two together and made this incredible looking little spaceship again. That was just a sanctuary that he just loved to hang out in and just, you know, be away from everybody. Just leave him alone to his thoughts. And it's welded together. So he knew how to weld. The look of it fits in perfectly um, like Flight of Fear like at Kings Island yeah. if you're from Ohio or yep. you've been to Kings Island you can easily see this thing oh yeah it's yeah. sitting in the little staged area where you wait in line easily blends right because it has like that 80s vibe yep. too it's perfect that's where it should go oh yeah for mm. sure mm. well You'll have to educate me if it still exists or it's dis- if it's missing the spaceship. I'm not entirely sure. I think um, I think it oh, might remember, be. Wait, isn't that the thing that they found in pieces? No, that or? was his truck that we'll get into later. The truck. Okay. But I, th- I think it's run down. I, I can't remember. I want to say um, I, I, one of the podcasts we're talking about it, and I think they talked about how like it just they didn't they're not sure if like he got dismantled or because they were talking about how like, it just kind of disappeared. Yeah. They're, so they don't know if it got dismantled or if Check just, Island. Maybe or if it's, it's just, chilling. Or maybe 
it vanished too with him. Maybe he finally, maybe he. That's what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe he pulled a Blair from the thing and fucking got it running <laughs> and decided, fuck it, I'm leaving. Again, like Men in Black. You see that little fucking spaceship on that tower, and all of a sudden it's really a spaceship, and they just like start to take off. It's yep. Like, what the fuck? It was there in plain sight all along. So while Granger, Orman Taylor, felt that being mechanically gifted had given him a purpose in life, at least for now, Granger had met a young boy by the name of Robert Keller, also an eighth grade dropout, who was heading down a rough path in life. So Granger believed he could be of some help and took Robert under his wing, so to speak. Granger would teach Robert as well as a few other kids around the neighborhood on how to build some of these fantastic constructs and even had Robert help him paint his Datsun truck Pepto-Bismol Pink. So yeah, I don't know if uh, Pepto-Bismol Pink is literally a color or if it just kind of relates to Pepto-Bismol. I don't don't know. All I know is this, how tall was he like? He was 6'3", apparently. Yeah, the 6'3", this big burly dude who's a fucking like wizard that <laughs> does engineering and stuff with a pepto pink truck mm-hmm. he's a that. gentle giant too. would totally hang out with this guy but oh, if someone yeah. says pepto pink you know exactly what color they're talking about oh yeah like 100 percent. well i mean not that it was really... like your water bottle i could almost see i think it's a little deeper yeah, maybe like a little darker deeper. but yeah same same shade like coca-cola like their red is coca-cola red like it is trademarked like that like is how their t-mobile red. trademarked magenta yes. like that is can their you, color you, yeah you can do that Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't use huh. magenta now, I guess. Well, it, in that way, it's a um, little side note from design school that I'm not Whoa. using my degree. They do that so that way, um, like, they'll have, like, their own specific Pantone color, and Pantone is, like, the... Ah. Right, so, like, their Pantone color is this color, so that way, no matter what they make, no matter what design they use, it's that color, so it's... So, like, I could find so T-Mobile it's universal. Pink. Um, Yeah, but you probably don't have the rights to use it. Well, yeah. Okay. But mm. that it's just to help co- create consistency, basically. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, not that anyone cares, but I know, like, um, I'm not sure if you can now, but there was a color code of, like, Dodge Challengers back in the day, a real rare one that's panther pink. Oh, yeah, you, you love it, that. It, it, it was like a... Yeah. I used to be able to play that on guitar. That was, like, one of the one songs I knew how to play. That in the backyard again. But I love that color. It's so pretty. So, Granger and Robert became practically inseparable and were best friends for the three years they had gotten to know each other. Two weeks before Granger's disappearance, he and Robert had a conversation. Taylor would mention that he had an odd dream last night. Of course, after someone says that they had an odd dream, you feel almost obligated to be like, what was it? Yeah, I'm not going to be like, okay, and just stop the conversation. Cool. But man, <laughs> it's, but man it's so fun when you do, though. You're like, hey. And they're just like, <gasps> like a deer in headlights. Like they don't know what the fuck to do anymore. Well, in this case, Granger was somehow visited in a way that most believe was telepathy by someone or something, and they showed an interest in his mechanical expertise. Oh, God, it was Charles Xavier. <laughs> Logan. <laughs> Find the girl. At first, there wasn't much thought into it. But the following night, another dream occurred. It was just as vivid as the previous night, and Granger now believed that the someone or something was otherworldly. Logan, goddammit, I said stop stabbing people. Find the girl. At least I'm safe inside my mind. (laughs) No, you're not. Apparently you're not. Also. Or like Freddy Krueger. I don't know if Mm. you get into this, but it is important to also note 
Apparently, Granger also dabbled in a little bit of the psychedelics. I do touch on that mm. a tad. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. He, Need a little bit of mind expanding. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> apparently he did a decent amount of LSD. Mm-hmm. According but to- But someone argue that- you're seeing what's real then. Yeah, I you know mean, what it I does, mean. It, does it opens open, your mind. It does open the mind. Your third eye. Uh, yeah. Some well, would argue that's yeah. reality. I mean, when you're high as fuck and you see, you know, quote unquote demons, who's to say you really are seeing, or maybe you're oh, not? God, don't. I don't know. And of course, I'm sure if you're like a best friend, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, man, those fucking demons, bro. Let's fucking kick their ass, bro. Right? I, I can't speak from experience. No. <laughs> I don't know. No, you can't. Josh. I plead the fifth. <laughs> he's looking. He's looking at him right now. He's like, Ugh. my sleep paralysis demon. I, I like, Ugh. I mean, you know, it insidious was, demon right there. Ew, he's just like, God, Darth Maul's brother. It, early twenties, Josh. I did like mushrooms. Wait, how old are you now? Late twenties. Oh. <laughs> so that was Josh two point two. This is like Josh two point seven. Yeah. So we're Me, almost to the, that, the third yeah, iteration. That was the dumb Josh that didn't give two. Fun. There's I mean, been I don't some patches and yeah. some bug fixes and yeah. some updates that, since then. That Josh oh. didn't give a fuck about a goddamn thing. Is that like my version? Is my year like on Matthew two point eight? That's what I was going for. Well, no, that's why I said, is that? Ah, <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. that's how I'm gonna look. Yeah, at I only did. On. I, but I only did shrooms once. I never did LSD or acid or anything. Like, well, let's do it. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll supervise <laughs> not gonna lie when you were just talking you just quit and you looked straight up I would think that you were on LSD or acid or I something was, I was thinking there's a lot about of LSD no <laughs> those kind of drugs scare the shit out of me ever since watching um, the Black Mirror episode what's it called Bandersnatch is that what it is right um, where they like do oh, drugs yeah. and then they're like oh just jump off the building it's fine it's no, blah wasn't, blah blah wasn't, Wait, was that Bandersnatch? Or was Bandersnatch the one where you... No, Bandersnatch was the one that you That's could, what I'm talking about. No, that to you, interact that, with it. Yeah, but you don't interact with that one, I don't think. Yes, you do. The, the kid that's Is, eyebrows? Yes, from, that's the uh, one because... No, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, how they do it, and they're like, no, this isn't going to actually affect real life because we're just totally, like, stoned out of our lives, like, stoned out of our minds, <laughs> and then turns up the next day. He, like, never shows up because he actually did die. It like really fucked with me ever since that. I'm like, I like Bandersnatch fucked me up. I'm like, I will not yeah, alter my mind. It's scary. Yeah. It's yeah. really scary. So this otherworldly being was thought to be an extraterrestrial. And there were multiples of them. They confirmed the Granger that they would appear on a certain night at a certain time and at a certain place. To Did they specify these certains? Well, we're not entirely sure because Granger never says. Okay. Now, just seems later, a little too vague. But later, <laughs> there, there was a really interesting part how they said they were going to arrive. Yes. So, the storm, right? What you were saying earlier? Yeah. Um, well, let me go through this. They confirmed to Granger that they would appear on a certain night, certain time, and certain place to retrieve him for his interstellar road trip. Robert, of course, tried to get specific details, but Granger said that he could not tell. He wasn't allowed to forfeit that information at the possibility of exposure mm -hmm. of the alien life forms. Respect. Yeah, and apparently, according to an, an interview, I think in that Spaceman documentary, Robert says that he named, or maybe it was the Unsolved Mysteries episode, he named a planet. But oh. Robert can't remember the name of the planet. Oh, come on, Robert. I know. <laughs> come I'm like, on. Seriously? But Just dig a little deeper. I would also think... If since because the majority of what Granger was saying was that he was going to go through the solar system, okay. And I would think if he did name a planet in and, the space, Robert couldn't think of the planet. There's no way it could be in the solar system. Right. I mean, people mostly 
or most people, I would say, know the planets in the solar system. Well, was system. it our solar system or our galaxy? Was it specifically it the solar system? It seems like our solar system. But okay. I almost want to say that's just kind of incognito for just Right. Maybe the he universe. just said that to mean I'm he, going out in space. Do you think Granger was a, a little Einstein and he went on a trip in his favorite rocket ship? That's lost on me. Never mind. I'm sure somebody <laughs> listening got it. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, so sorry. sorry. We're going on I a know trip. little Einsteins, but I don't know this. We're going on a trip. In our favorite rocket ship, it's a song. Oh, it's a nice Keep song. going. No, it, it went viral on TikTok and Vine. It's not going viral here. No, <laughs> apparently not. Our listeners know. I'm sure somebody's like, God, I got that joke. Can you, you put a poll up? Fuckers. Well, if you do episode. know this song, leave a review <laughs> yeah. and let us know. <laughs> that was a good that joke. Was a good plug. And I'm really sad that nobody got it. I'm, I'm so sorry. sorry. I feel so bad now. I feel as bad as the story. We're just I'm uncultured. <laughs> <laughs> it's the drugs. Joshua Cy Burton. <laughs> so yeah, what Josh was alluding to just a second ago, um, yeah, the aliens, these quote-unquote aliens, were telling Granger that they were going to appear on a night weeks from now during a storm. Mm-hmm. Because... It was going to like hide their... Um, the ship. I, yeah. I mean, it makes uh, sense. Essentially. Which, Why would you show up in broad daylight well, on a beautiful well, day? And that's a theory that a lot of people claim. There's been inc- incidents that have had like UFO sightings during storms and shit. And a lot of people think that they have some kind of fucking, I don't know, harp technology that, that can, can cause help it? cause storms. Mm. Well, the one in Roswell didn't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but like, because there's a case that I, I've always been fascinated about. And I want to do an episode of uh, the missing lighthouse keepers of Flannan Isle. Oh, that yeah. sounds terrifying. Because they talk <laughs> because apparently they were leaving like journal entries and they talked about like a really hellacious storm that was hitting. And apparently all the other like lighthouses and islands around that area had no signs of like mm. bad weather or anything. That's a very and that's like interesting their one theory. job is to check is to keep an eye on the weather. Well yeah and like <laughs> You know, the lighthouse keepers, when they their new arrivals came to, like, you know, mm-hmm. switch Swap off the out. island, they were completely gone. No signs. And it looked like they, like, disappeared during... And where are you going to go? Yeah, and it looked like they disappeared, like, during meals and all this shit. Like, I want to cover this case so badly. That sounds it's so one scary. that just interests me so much. Yeah. Well, it's been so long since I've looked that episode up. I can't even remember if that theory was even presented to me. I mean, it feels fresh ever since you just said it. So I'm almost thinking, like, it wasn't. So now I'm kind of like, wow, that theory proposed with the whole disappearance at Flannan You mean the Isle theory or... of them bringing the storms with them or like yeah, causing the, the storms? Yeah, the aliens are involved, yeah. Because yeah. I first heard it from Astonishing Legends, I think, is what it is. And I think I said this in the Orang Madan episode that we'd done, that the sea captivates me, like lighthouses, all that. I just, oh, yeah. I don't know what it is about lighthouses. It's like it's, the eeriness. The, it is. Looking at a lighthouse, The wildness. Like, Either it's still an eerie or it's you know, very violent and thrashing and scary and the science behind it. I don't know if there really is, but the I, science behind like water. Why, <laughs> no, why like looking at a lighthouse? Am I just kind of like? Ugh. Well, they're ominous. Uh, they're yeah. in the middle of nowhere. You know Not that always. people are. Well, when I think of lighthouse, I think of the creepy ones in the middle of nowhere. Oh, that's fair. I mean, like Ghost Hunters, St. Augustine Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. That's some of the best ghost evidence I've oh, ever yeah. seen yep. in my that's fucking life. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like. Ugh. I do it every time. But yeah, it, it, like I said, it was just kind of a theory that just kind of con- connecting to this yeah. with other ones. That well, now, yeah. Interesting. Well, now, yeah. Whenever I read anything paranormal that deals with storms, I'm going to think about UFOs. Mm-hmm. But that's exactly it. 
they were going to come on the night of a great storm to not only conceal themselves, but also to drown out the sound that they make. Because mm-hmm. like you said, why <gasps> coming? Oh my God, just like Twilight when they play baseball, they wait for a storm uh, because they hit oh. the ball really, really hard and then like they crash on each other and they make like thunder well, hold on. sounds. Is that, is that why they did it or did you just make that connection on no, your no, own? No, 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 that's why they do it. Okay. They literally wait for storms to play baseball huh. because vampires like baseball. That's pretty neat actually. And they wait until a storm comes. But yeah, like he, well, uh, when they told him about like this storm and when he, uh, when Granger was telling his buddy about this, it, this was like a couple weeks to like maybe even a month. So you probably would have no idea yeah. that that storm's coming. Oh yeah, you, yeah, that's another thing. Especially back, back then. then, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, we look now on our apps, you know, ten two, days two, out, two, two, well, ten days or two weeks out or so, and uh, it's like, oh, look at that. Two weeks from now, it's gonna be rainy, and then like the very next day, it's fucking sunny. Right. And the next day, it's back to it's rain. All, even with our technology, it's we like, still how can't could he pre- know? Right. Yeah. Exactly. And especially back then in 1980, there's no way, absolutely no well, way now, no way a, then. A storm of that. Mm-hmm. Like magnitude right. with Hurricane Force winds in Canada. I don't know how often True. Canada gets those kind of storms. Because from, from what I hear, it's not often. <clears throat> I mean, it's probably like us getting like that one year. Like, oh yeah, that was bad. <clears throat> Ten years ago or mm-hmm. whatever, where we got the remnants of one of the hurricanes. I lost my cat and one. <clears throat> In that storm. Oh, well, fuck. It Why was a- is that funny? <laughs> no, it's a theory. We had an outdoor cat that I loved. I picked him up Meow. and he, uh, yeah, he literally just never came back after that day. So I'm assuming he got blown to the next city or something. Meow. She's like, yeah, exactly. She's like, all those howling winds and they sound a lot like cats. <laughs> Sorry. Very dramatic for me. <laughs> wow. You hear that wind? You hear that wind coming His down? His name was Buddy. If you're out there, Bowie, I miss you. I love you. <laughs> you hear that wind coming down from the chimney? It's just a cat fucking stuck in it trying to get out. Um, Anyway, so yeah, they they were going to come on the night of a great storm to conceal themselves and to pick little old Granger Taylor up, and on they would go. So on the day of his departure, it started out just like any other. Granger arrived to Robert's home as if to pick Keller up for work, like he always did at 8 o'clock sharp, so they could go and uh, you know, do their little thing where they found spare parts and just reconstruct, brought the mechanicals back to life, basically. But the two further discussed the series of events that were prophesized by Granger weeks ago. Robert still couldn't get any straight answers from Taylor besides the aforementioned storm, and upon looking up at the sky, it was sunny with only a few clouds in sight. There was no evidence of a storm anywhere. So he kind of thought to himself, Granger, I'm not sure you're totally on, you know, on key with what you, what you know. But that started to change around noon, when clouds, blackest of black, started to roll in. After leaving Robert's... <laughs> Riders on the storm. Ooh, is that about you? Can you guys do a cover of what you just sang? Riders on the storm. Yeah. Well, I was doing Thunder Rolls well, by it. Yeah, we're doing. Uh, do a mashup. Well, quick and quick thing. When you say, can you guys do a cover? Like, who are you talking about? You and Josh. Oh, because I don't have a band anymore. So you and Josh. Okay, you want to do that, buddy? Sure. Yeah, I'm gonna do it right now. And have that play when people visit your website. <gasps> that can be playing in the background, like a MySpace page back in the day. You had like a song. Should we make it like absolutely horrible? No, do your best. It'll still be horrible. I mean, I could say something <laughs> super controversial and just say that the original version's pretty awful. But do you hear? Let's that? have another poll. <laughs> Leave your thoughts in your reviews, okay? The, oh yeah, please the, do that. The doors weren't that good. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the doors. They have a couple good songs, but that's about it. But we're not gonna get into it because I don't want to get hate mail. So <laughs> I'll after, send you some anyway. Mm, don't worry. After leaving Robert's home, Taylor stopped back by his house and wrote a note to his parents. It states in its totality, "Dear mother and father, I have gone away to walk aboard an alien spaceship. 
as reoccurring dreams assured a 42-month interstellar voyage to explore the vast universe, then return. I am leaving behind all my possessions to you as I will no longer will require the use of any. Please use the instructions in my will as a guide to help. Love, Granger. That's so sad. Because like hearing you read that, obviously it was a much different time, even 20, 30 years ago. But if someone had wrote that today, and I understand why he believed it, you know, based on everything you said, but it almost breaks my heart because it's like this man probably needed some sort of like counseling. Obviously, his mental oh, yeah. health wasn't yep. the greatest. That well, is part and, of a theory. And it's that, so sad. Didn't he mention that it was like he was only going to be gone for like 42 months or yeah, some shit like 42 that? 42 months. Yeah. But there's a key oh. to that because I think I it's mentioned some of my- odd number. Yeah, very. Yeah. It's just three and a half years. Yeah. Um, but I, I might mention it late in the outline. I can't remember. But 42 months Earth time. True. Where he was going was going to be a lot longer. Okay. So besides the note, he had also left a will for his parents, instructing them on what to do with his belongings and leaving his beloved dog, Lady, in their care, like Hank Hill. Strangely Lady enough, <laughs> Strangely <laughs> enough, in the will, Granger makes a few changes. He crosses out the words death and deceased and instead puts departure and departed. He also deletes the word funeral, which leads his family and friends to believe that he will return. Okay. At around 6 p.m., Granger arrives at Bob's Grill in Duncan. And uh, supposedly from some eyewitness, I guess, uh, I can't remember where I heard it from, but they said that they saw Taylor come in and he just sat down by himself and he just got some food and ate about half hour or so and then left. Nothing out of the ordinary. He didn't act any unusual way than he normally did. They just said that he did look underdressed for the weather because now the storm was really barreling in. After he left the restaurant, Granger arrived back at Robert's house for one final visit. When he showed up, Robert ran down the stairs, excited to see his friend, thinking that he and Granger still had some daylight to go out and work. But Taylor quickly dismissed those thoughts, telling Robert that he is in fact leaving, that the aliens are coming and that they are coming for him. Robert asked if he could go, but Granger declined. For one, he wasn't invited. And for two, the voyage will be 42 months long. That is, 42 months for Granger and wherever he is going. For the people of Earth, it'll be about 150 years. That is what he Okay, so I thought you meant Granger. it was be longer in space, but it's actually longer on Earth. Yeah, that's how okay. it is even when you know, yeah. we have astronauts go to the moon. Yeah. It's, even, it's still like the same thing. Uh, Granger told Robert that he had much to live for on this planet and that Granger had the opposite. He had no use for being here anymore. But Taylor did promise Robert that he will visit him when he comes back. Now, it's, of course, up in the air what exactly he meant by yeah, that. Yeah, considering Robert, he'll be 150 years Yeah, Robert future. believes that uh, that means his grave. Yeah. His grave or possibly his, like, grandchildren. I mean, to be fair, what he said, how you, well, how you said that he, like, crossed out the words death and changed it with departure and stuff. There are, you know, very big communities that truly you know like people that are very spiritual not necessarily the religion way but believe that you know we're just, we're merely just having a human experience and when your yeah. mortal body perishes that you're actually just entering the next stage of consciousness and stuff so i mean yeah guess what who he's saying that? Who? heaven gate i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> that's what i was thinking i'm like 
But I don't I don't want to offend because I don't believe everyone that thinks this is, you know, a cultist or whatever, because that truly is the belief of a oh, lot yeah, of I people mean, being know, spiritual and who's to it, say they're wrong. Yeah, believe it we too, literally yeah. will never know until it's our time. But like it's sad because it's like I get why he believes that, but it also really seems like he could have used some help. Well, and like, you know, it, it does seem I, that way. The way I look at it too, I'm like, if if you know, in the world that this happened, mm-hmm. he was contacted. Right. What if, you know, he was contacted because he became such a exactly. well-versed engineer? And like, I mean, he's a special so- person. Yeah, they somehow knew either the aliens took him or even, I don't fucking know, right. he's working at goddamn Area 51 or, right. uh, fuck, what's the one near us? Uh, right, Brett Patterson, you know, he's on like level 52 or some shit. Yeah. It's easy to dismiss him as a, you know, a, a crazy guy who oh, dropped yeah. out of school. But in reality, but, we just do not know. Well, Some that's of the, the fucking yeah. smartest people are mm-hmm. looked at as crack Exactly. Exactly. And, and uh, yeah, that's how like uh, a lot of the residents in Duncan saw him. Like, not, I don't want to say crackpot. I'm not trying to put a bad no, name, get, name for yeah. Dunkiners out there. Um, and no, that is not people like Joey and Ashley. Like, go to Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> or Duncan. But <laughs> what I want to say is it seemed that most of the people in Duncan were on the same level and were just like, oh, there's, there's Granger. Those Granger. Like, they understand right. what he was like and what he liked to we talk about. We all know someone like that. Do. We're like, oh, there they, they go again. They didn't think anything right. bad of it. Right. And they didn't have a negative view. Like it would actually come to harm him. Yeah, they were just like, oh, you know, he's he's fine. You know, he just likes UFOs and aliens. Right. You know, why not? I mean, just I want to go on the theory, just to kind of give an example about people being crackpots mm-hmm. and all that. Just think about it. Sir Isaac Newton, you know, exactly. laws of gravity. Exactly. Fucking a goddamn apple hit him in the head. And he's just like, fuck, I gravity. got it. <laughs> no, maybe for maybe sure. that's what happened to Granger. Yeah, he was just uh, running around and all of a sudden a wrench hit him and a boom. Yeah, like, yeah. Build you cars. know the people that knew Sir Isaac Newton was just like, it's a fucking apple. <laughs> exactly. He well, fell asleep under a tree. <laughs> what about, the, mm-hmm. wow, why can I not remember who did it? The guy that realized ben that. Franklin. Huh? I'm just listing off smart people. No, no much older than that. <laughs> um, no, the guy that realized that. The sun, the sun does not revolve around us. Mm-hmm. Maybe and people. He was literally casted. He was casted out of church. They like they killed him. They yeah. banned him. Yeah, I think they- excommunicated. That's the word I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, see, I'm not <laughs> not executed caught up on that. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's just uh, unfortunately. Of course, it's a back big gray area. Times, it's a big yeah. gray area because you don't want to be like, oh, well, you believe this, therefore you're crazy. You need help, but also you don't know because it's gray matter, like the brain. And the grays, like, yeah, the like aliens. I, I, I think yeah. it's important to throw yeah. out some theories because, like, I don't like this is one of those cases that, like, it's hard for me to believe, but at the right. same time, I don't want to completely write off. Exactly, because you can't. You no. literally can't. well, you don't have like all the the pieces. Proof. Of the... Like, you have a high burden of proof, basically, yeah. when it comes to mm-hmm. stuff like that, whether it be the skeptical side or or not. And they still haven't found a body, right? No body, no proof. If anything, I've learned about watching shows and movies. If you don't see the body. They're probably not dead. <laughs> there is, yeah, there, there's something that I'm sure Matt gets into like, Galileo. later. Galileo. That, that was who I was trying to think of. I but, said uh, it, but I couldn't remember. Yeah, I'm sure Matt gets into it later about like what they found like six years later or some shit in the woods. Yes, I remember I a brief portion yeah. of the documentary talking about that, well, yes. We'll discuss that because that, that kind of leads into like what I believe, but we'll talk about that when we get to it. Oh, God. Come on, Matt. Where was I at? Okay. So Granger would tell Robert that this is an extraordinary opportunity for any human and that he was given a chance to perceive the meaning of the universe. He wanted Robert to be happy for him 
and so Robert was. Robert gave him a final hug and goodbye, and then watched out the window as Granger walked back to his Pepto-Pink pickup truck and drove away for the last <laughs> time. I just think of the sad Hulk music from the Aww. very end of like the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk show. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't have imagine, or I can't help imagine uh, uh, Robert like sitting on the windowsill like a cat. Well, it's so sad, <laughs> like just visualizing that, like your best friend and you're not sure if he's totally sane, you're not sure you want to believe him, but you don't. And you're basically watching him walk off to God knows where and you're, you don't think you're ever going to see him and you're worried about him, but you got to let him go. Yeah. It's so it's, sad to think about that. I know. It makes me want to fucking cry. It breaks my heart. To, like if I had knew someone I truly loved and cared for and I heard them talking this way. And they're like, but be happy for me. You have no idea. Like, oh my God, just the thought of that. That's why it's so like, much honey. more like almost heartfelt in a way right. because again, you know, his family and his friends were understanding. They just, yes. they, this is like truly friends believing in each other. Yes. So 8 a.m. on November 30th, reality started to set in for Robert as he waited for Granger to arrive, but never did. He stood around for an hour or two before finally calling Granger's parents. They had no idea where he was either. It wasn't until after a few days that people were starting to get very worried and concerned since no one had heard from Granger Taylor. Taylor's parents reported Granger's disappearance to the police. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police, the RCMP, filed a missing persons case and so a search began. Now the RCMP are a very respected federal police force, one of the best in the world, and they are even the Queen's Guard. So it seems that the search for Taylor couldn't be in better hands. Men on foot, dogs, even helicopter scanners covered a vast area, especially the dense forest surrounding, but nothing was found. For nearly four years, Granger's parents left the door unlocked in hopes of their son's return. Oh that is the most... It's so sad. Yeah, saddening one, part. One, it tells of a different time where a lot of people just left their exactly. doors unlocked. And you two, could back then. that just shows how much they believe that he was yeah. going right. to just walk through those doors. Well, and I think they wanted to believe that. Yeah. You know, True. that's well, what yeah. kept them going to to think that he wouldn't come back was probably too painful. Well, and I think I think I was I forget which podcast it was. It might have been uh, the Kryptonaut, but they talk about how his truck, like the. Uh, um, license had expired in like eighty one or whatever. So yeah, the, like the mounted police or the mounties or whatever, they pretty much thought, okay, well, it's not on the roads anymore. Well, that's yeah, that's a good thing you you brought up because the truck was nowhere to be found. Yeah, and then once it went unregistered, it, you know, yeah, unregistered. Uh, then they're like, okay, well, this truck cannot be on the road anymore, and that just led it, to more. I mean, it of, could be, but well, yeah, that just led legally. to more um, evidence to either Granger had unfortunately died or fuck went just missing, went yeah. to South America or something, or know? space, or, or space. space, the much better S than South mm -hmm. America. <laughs> so what you got on South America after. <laughs> They have a fucking country called Chile, and, and, and they don't make the best chili. That's what pisses me off. Shut up. <laughs> After the 42-month marker had came and went, the people of Duncan, including his parents, started to believe that he was never coming back, at least in their lifetime. Grace and Jim decided to come to terms with their son's absence. Though Granger had been declared dead at this point, they never had a funeral for him because they didn't want to stop believing in the fact that maybe, just maybe, he did ascend to the stars and will return one day. Man, okay, I understand that. But at the same time, if he did die and he didn't get, like, a proper burial, 
His spirit's just out well, there fucking pissed Well, didn't you say, though, in his will, he crossed out funeral like he didn't want one? Like, please don't throw me one? Mm-hmm. Well, well, no, he didn't say, like, please don't throw me one. But, yeah, the word funeral was scratched out. Which, okay. like, or like, marked um, out or something. And, of course, like, I, one, I'm just kind of making a joke. But at the same time, there are a lot of religions and all that that believe that if require, you don't have, like, exactly. a proper funeral, yeah. like, you can't cross over. So that's why, like, I'm just like, you know, who knows? If you didn't have the proper funeral, right. he's just kind of... Pissed off. Again, we'll never know. Somewhere like, God damn it. (laughs) So after all that, six years now, after Granger Taylor's sudden departure, a clue to this unsolved mystery had finally been discovered. March 20th, 1986, a blast site was discovered on Mount Corvaux by a municipal work crew and scattered all throughout that crater, pieces of a truck run covered. Were they pink? Hmm. Police are called to the scene and confirm it is the site of an explosion. So it did take place. And they decided to open an investigation on it, uh, partly to see if this crater and or truck had anything to do with Granger. Besides, obviously, just doing their work and trying to figure out what the fuck happened. A gentleman by the name of Chris Manso, a corporal of the RCMP, confirms the truck was Granger Taylor's. The forests surrounding Mount Prevost are home to missing aircrafts and sites where people have ran away to in order to try and live in the wilderness. Tall trees and tempered rainforests seem to rum. Mm, I wrote rum in my outline and not <laughs> yeah, rum. Yeah, rum! <laughs> they seem to run rampant through BC. If someone wanted to vanish, this would be the ideal spot. Now, the blast site has been researched extensively. It would seem that the consensus on the size of the crater had a diameter of 200 to 300 feet. Holy shit. Where some have ultimately stated that it reached upwards of 600 feet. What was he using? And some of the debris from the truck was propelled into the trees up to 60 feet high. Well, I don't. Do you get into what they think? Because, I mean, I know they talk about how he used dynamite to. Yeah, I like, touch on that. Unearth like a lot of like the uh, tree stumps. Yep, tree oh, stumps right. and like okay, everything that's like that yes. just to get out, which yes. seems a little unorthodox. But well, I mean, I'll vouch for that idea because it probably seems simple enough. Because my father, for example, <laughs> on his God. tractor decided to put a chain around oh, the yeah. tractor and a tree stump, and he fucking flipped the tractor on his arm. And he had to be rushed to the ICU via helicopter. Via helicopter. Yeah. So almost don't lost his do hand. tractors and, and just simple chains and be like my father. Who is probably right now still watching Equalizer 2. <laughs> but man, <laughs> hope God. it's good, Dave. Leave a review. Dynamite. Bow, bow, bow. Dynamite is just so excessive. Well, that and it is not the most like quality, like, like easily contained. Those things and... blow up just really fucking nilly. Well, see, it's funny you say that because I hear exactly that, and then I hear the exact opposite. Like there's something called like sweaty dynamite or there's something. A, maybe there's different variants. There and, very well could be, you know. but I don't. I I didn't necessarily put that in the outline of what's good, what's bad, because I literally hear both people saying, you know, that's what one of the things why dynamite's so you know universal basically and so easy to get, easy to use mm-hmm. because it's so stable. You know, you don't just throw it and it just blows up by itself. But then I hear about the sweaty dynamite, which is I think just. Yeah, old, like the, old dynamite that when you you can throw it and it will explode. It can. It can explode, but it does not explode anywhere near what, what like, like the, a normal, yeah, like the stable, perfect looking dynamite stick does. Mm-hmm. Not, not to talk bad on it, but we're also talking about somebody who's doing 
A lot of psychedelics. Exactly. True. Very true. Messing with some high explosives. Very true. true. Very true. Your mind is full of any drug you can probably imagine, and God knows how much dynamite this motherfucker's got. So, And he's also, if he has it in the back of his truck during a goddamn storm that's yeah. bouncing, yeah. Mm-hmm. If he's got it in the back of his bed. And lightning. Oh, no, is that... <laughs> Yeah, that's, you that's, might. Well, that's get... another thing because they assume the dynamite was in the truck. Because how else would he exactly. achieve this explosion? Unless you put and it on the ground and drive over it. Part of the people that say, "Well, dynamite's really stable," they're like, "So what? You're saying that we had to have the perfect lightning strike to be like zap, or that he lit it himself?" Well, here's like if I, he wanted to go suicidal. I right. don't like if you're storing dynamite and he has a truck. I in my my mind, it just makes more sense for it to be in the bed. Yeah. For oh sure. yeah. Because I don't unless he's just. Got a fucking like car seat with a little crate of dynamite next to him, which you know he might. But in my head, it just makes sense for it to be in the back. And I'm like, you know, it seems like a stretch, but I'm I I don't I don't I'm not a scientist. I don't know the science behind it, and I know vehicles get grounded. But like, (laughs) if it's in the back of a truck and lightning was to hit said vehicle because he's driving in the woods that are Mm -hmm. surrounded by trees, right? Yeah, would it detonate the dynamite? I feel like Mythbusters, if they were still a thing, <laughs> could test this theory. Yeah. But I just, I, I don't know. I find it hard I, to believe it would target that of all things. It would be, it would have to be like a one the craziest fucking circumstances. Right. But, but things like yeah, that there do would happen. Be, exactly. There would have to be a lot of things to fall in order just in the right particular place. Yep. In order for that to happen. Now, I know. Also, if, you, if, if we're going the suicidal route. That's a fucking hell of a way to right. do it. Unless he truly didn't or, want to be found. You know what I mean? Like, what better way or, to get rid of a corpse than to literally explode it into nothing? Well, yeah. My my theory, because they find bone fragments it, like with the wreckage that they say are his, but they never... Whoa, spoiler! But they never <gasps> did get to test the bone fragments. Whoa, spoiler! Because they miraculously fucking disappeared. Spoiler! <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna erase my whole outline now. And like, oop, we mixed we well, something. Ooh, what if it was then that took it back? Well, That's what I'm saying. Well, and people are like, oh, well, you know, it doesn't seem like a thing that could happen with, you know, things going missing. Are you they kidding lost me? JFK's brain. That thing's just gone. So it's so simple, mm. easy for shit to just disappear. So they never did get to test it. My theory oh, 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 if, oh. you know, if he wanted to fake his death, mm-hmm. cut off his hand. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because it easily could have been animal bones. True. He could have, well. Because if they're not tested, well, how do you know? Well, the DNA wasn't tested to figure out whose it was, but a pathologist, supposedly, I guess, I've heard, a pathologist has tested it and Allegedly. they were human. They were human bones. Okay. But I like your idea, or like what I said about aliens, because I was thinking, what if he <sighs> somehow, um, the explosion was involved in him going to space, but what if like he lost fingers and like those bones, like, He's up there, still alive, and he's like, I can't work on anything you want me to or, <laughs> until or, I get my bones back, bro. I mean, it's possible, what yeah. about, what if for him to become one with the creators of the cosmos, he had to literally shed his mortal body, mm-hmm. and therefore he did, you know, quote unquote, go to space or go with the aliens, just not in his physical form. But yeah, what Like I was... people think they go to heaven, what if he literally had to lose his shell of a person to yeah. go with them. But yeah, what I was saying with like my theory, just talking about the, okay, okay. the bones, like if it ended up not like being fully tested and like, cause I'm like, okay, it's say he put like some animal bones in his truck, blew it up. They're just going to be fragments. It's going to be hard to tell if they're human, animal, what the fuck ever. 
it would almost be a perfect way to just fake your death. Because you can't yeah, put it be, all together and it, figure it out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're like, oh, you know, they're going to find bone fragments. Maybe that's what the aliens wanted because it's like, well, we can't and have any proof left behind that you did this. Like we, you, and you him clean faking it up. his death also would make sense with the whole forty-eight month because that gives you plenty oh. of fucking time to just be on <laughs> yes. uh, God knows who the fuck where. But it also would be weird to like fake your own death and not take the ten grand that's in your fucking bank account. Yeah, but where he was going, he probably didn't need U.S. money. Or, sorry, Canadian money. Then he's watching TV and he sees that his parents sold his plane for 20 grand. And he's like, the fuck, man? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't have that bank account He doesn't anymore. have earthly worries like that. Damn it. But, I mean, uh, also, if you want to disappear, you can't use your bank accounts because then they exactly. get you. But, yeah, exactly. But unless you like, take the cash I, out. I could have used that right now in Argentina. Yeah, like, uh, in my mind, like, I, I don't believe the suicide route. I, I personally think, like, if If he, it was intentional. I yeah, know. yeah. He could have accidentally just accidentally again yeah. it could be on par with heaven's gate how they quote-unquote killed themselves to hop ascend. right on ascension exactly yep. so it's like yep. in in you know black and white you know unwoke humans oh they killed themselves when in reality <laughs> they could just be you know shedding this life and moving on to the next one what if he did accidentally like blow himself up and the aliens were oh there my god they're just like <laughs> just waiting on him. Yeah. Just, just like waiting on him like looking so at their close. watch just like where the fuck is this guy I know. Like, we lost our key player <laughs> fuck what are we gonna do <laughs> they're just sitting they're just like waiting they're like, they're like okay he should be <laughs> not again uh, god damn it now we gotta go find somebody else uh, somebody <laughs> call, fucking we gotta come back and like yeah, 30 the, years the, the, and find Elon Musk. I was just, just going to say that. <laughs> no, they're waiting for his child. That's why he has an alien name. Was, the kid has an oh, alien name. Oh, shit. Because oh. he knew the, he, the, the aliens told him, hey, bro, when you procreate, we're taking that baby and it, it belongs with us. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, we've cracked the code. Well, I do want to say, <laughs> if anyone out there that's actually still listening to this, um, just for the record, even though cars seem to be grounded, they can still be struck yes, by lightning. Oh, yeah. But the rubber just helps. The rubber does help. Mm -hmm. I mean, it usually, and I don't see any other reason why, but I always see it as usually lightning will strike the antenna. And then, of mm, course, the, yes. the electricity goes throughout the middle of the car, through the tires, and it's grounded. It's fine. But what like if Josh it said, passed? they're in the middle of a fucking forest. You're not uh, going to strike a tree first? Uh, that's like 100 being, feet tall? Especially being at the point that he was. I mean, the higher you are, the more likely you yeah. can be struck by lightning. What if it wasn't even the truck? What if it struck a fucking tree and it just... Yeah. Somehow the electricity I, I cascaded. I also do want to bring up, I think, what was Granger's friend's name? I forget. Robert Keller? Yeah, Robert. I think it was him that said in an interview with that the vehicle that they found... Was and it, I will touch on that too. Wasn't pink? It was like grayish in color. There's maybe a, he painted it to well, like. Well, I mean, because a pink truck is pretty fucking recognizable. Well, yeah, there's because I don't bit know what lightning does to true paint. No, but I bet you can. I mean, I'm sure it's an oily base paint, and I'm sure you can get rid of it with fire yeah. in one form or another. So a lightning strike would probably be able to do some damage to it. I'm sure. I mean, well, I maybe mean, even explosion. I mean, any lightning strike that would strike anything in this room, it's going to leave a mark that is not going to be anywhere near the color. I mean, it fries yeah. that color out basically. But I'm not entirely sure. I'm, color I'm not a paintologist, <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, but Chris Manso also confirms that a person was more than likely in the truck at the time of the explosion as human remains were uncovered from the blast site. Again, by a pathologist. I want to say supposedly because I'm not entirely too sure, but I don't know. That pathologist could come out and say it was me. But hey, if memory serves him right, he believes there was also a piece of a sweater or some type of clothing found at the site that a family member of Granger's positively identified as his. 
Robert states on this that once he heard of the article of clothing being identified as Taylor's, he called Grace, Granger's mother, and asked her if she knew anything about that, in which she said that neither she or anyone she knew had come forward as being that person that stated it. So who did it? All she knew was that clothing had been found, and the RCMP believed that it could possibly be Granger's, but nothing was set in stone. So she's not sure. So a body and a truck go missing, but you find a sweater. Well, well, no, yeah, the the body and a truck are missing. They do find remnants of a truck in this in this crater. Um, I think some people said like you know there was like a part of an engine block, six like sixty feet up high in a tree or something like that, and some of the wood was like or excuse me, some of the the middle of the truck was like through the trees and whatnot, and it expanded two hundred, three hundred. Apparently, six hundred feet wide. Just hard for me to believe a piece of cloth. A piece of cloth would survive that. Robert Keller states on an interview that that's a a passport survived nine eleven. Jet fuel doesn't melt. I was just gonna say that. (laughs) (laughs) Throwing that out there. I mean, out of anything else that's weirdness, I can believe that a sweater somehow a piece of it survived. To be honest, I I can believe that. I don't think. I feel like it would burn up. I mean, I feel like it would too, but who knows? Maybe it being the small piece that it is with all the, say, the lightning did strike and the fires were there, you know, perhaps. So we're going that, with lightning. Perhaps, I'll just say for this theory, <laughs> perhaps that fire, you know, just blew that piece of sweater around. Maybe it was nowhere near a fire. But in the climate and such of British Columbia, you know, for six years, you think it might have dissolved? Or is that even the correct nah, term? I like that. Dis- D- disintegrated? This, this fucking pulverized. Pulverized. Obliterated. <laughs> Fuck that sweater. Decomposed. Decomposed. Is that for animals? It's for living things. Yeah, anything. <laughs> living things. Yeah. Not a sweater. I know. That's why I said no. It's not Best decomposed. time to wear a striped sweater. It's not during the, the storm. <laughs> okay. With a collar, One of the big mysteries in all of this is the truck. Granger Taylor's truck, as we've stated, it was Pepto Pink. Robert remembers helping Taylor paint it from its original color of being brown. The truck found on Mount Prevost was of a light blue color, and as the story goes, a part of a license plate or VIN was recovered, and records show that it was in fact registered to Taylor's name. But the truck he owned was never blue. However, some believe that once the explosion happened, the remaining fires burnt the paint away. So much of the paint was burnt away, in fact, that it was impossible to tell what color the truck was upon investigating it. So in order to obtain the identity of said truck, with the supposed license plate, partial, or VIN, insurance records more than likely showed the color of the truck when it was first purchased. And the people that believed this leading theory assumed that that color was blue. But, see, I, I don't think... Well, yeah, I don't think Granger purchased that truck new. So probably not. Someone else could have purchased it new. Painted. Maybe they painted it brown, mm-hmm. and Granger came across it, and then later painted it pink. But that is the leading theory about the truck, that no one could identify it, so they had to go to insurance records and, and find it. Um, also, the whole it's registered in Taylor's name. I can't find solid proof of that either. It's just. A lot of this seems to be hearsay because it's just kind of like, oh, that's what we found. Case closed. It, it fits. There you go. It makes the most it's sense. It's in the police report. Right. What else do you need? Yeah. So the other big mystery in this case besides the truck refers back to those bones. A pathologist confirmed, supposedly, that they were human. 
but we couldn't have the DNA tested at the time because unfortunately the RCMP just didn't have the technology yet. The results were inconclusive even though the coroner decided to take a leap of faith and officially announced that they were Grangers. That's what Robert Keller had heard. Yeah, oh yeah, these are Grangers. I have no fucking clue how, but these are Grangers. In 1986, the DNA from the bones couldn't be tested and we were forced to forge even more theories than we already had about this case. But what about now? No, what about in today's time? How we could have had those bones and actually tested to find out? Well, like Josh had stated, those bones have somehow gone missing. So now, I would say, with absolute certainty, we will probably never know the end of this case until, you no, know, Granger Taylor just appears one day. When or 150 years exactly. goes by and he still doesn't show up. Oh my God, I just remember what I was starting to talk about in the earlier of this podcast and then uh, I was derailed by an individual. Yeah, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was going to say, I would love a movie about this, oh, yeah. but about him coming back. Like I imagine the very mm. beginning of it being like some beginning credits and it might show like hints of the town, da 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 And then like there's a shot, like say like real low on the road and all of a sudden like someone's foot or like feet come across <laughs> and they're just walking back into town like yeah. walks into that diner and sits down and people like an are just Western, like it feels so like. Rambo people are just like <laughs> sure but what if but it's Granger Taylor what if Granger is like just being Star-Lord right now just got True, kid- kidnapped exactly. from Earth and now he's just fucking living an outlaw life up in space maybe that's what Star-Lord's based off of maybe Stranger Granger maybe I don't think he was that smart though that's the problem who? Star-Lord? yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I mean, he can get himself out of a sticky situation, though. Yeah, but can he build trains? Mm, no, mm. no, but he did har- harness the power of uh, God, basically. But hey, who am I to judge, right? So throughout the decades, policies and procedures could have changed within the RCMP, and those bones could have been destroyed, they could have been burned, they could have been trashed. No, they thought they were done with the case, and there's no need of the evidence. So... Let's just get rid of it. That just doesn't seem the smartest move for me. Also, no, but they do it. Star-Lord first appeared in 1976, so no. Damn it. <laughs> well, there goes that fucking theory. <laughs> the last remaining aspect to this case that leaves it even further from being solved is the explosion. How did the truck and person with it become wiped from existence, essentially? We do know that Granger Taylor had access to dynamite. He never had much of it, for he only used it when necessary, and that was to blow up tree stumps, like Josh again mentioned before. Robert mentions that he only ever saw a case of dynamite on Granger's property, just one. And in fact, when he traveled over to his house to see Jim and Grace days after their son's disappearance, he said he was instructed by Grace to have a look around the property to see if there might be any clues lying around to where Granger had gone. Uh, and Robert says that he is 99.99% sure, and this is quote, that he saw that case of dynamite still there. I mean, he very well could have had a stash somewhere that no one knew about. Very true. I mean, true. if you have a I load mean, I, of dynamite, you probably don't want everyone to see it or get, you know, have access to it. Yeah. If but, you have that much dynamite. Well, yeah, you're right. But like, again, why? I mean, maybe the dynamite was just in the bed of the truck. But other than that, why would you ever have to take that with you? To blow yourself up. And <laughs> whether it be in their mistake or you thought yourself, I'm going to fucking wipe myself from existence, why else would you ever need it? If he if he was... Or the whole, blast creator was created by the aliens. True. 
Oh yeah, maybe they just got like got too close to pick him up, and the fire actually set the fuck like, fuckers <laughs> off, and then boom, and then they're like, "Fuck, get out of here!" Go, or like go. when they like you know, go, zap, Donnie, go. When they zap somebody up, right? Maybe what, we don't know what that beam's made yeah, of. Yeah, maybe it's enough to fucking cause an explosion. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe it's something like uh, the new lighter that she bought off Amazon. <laughs> yeah, I got um. Off TikTok, it was like it's been viral for a while now. I'm just now catching You're up. Fucking but... flamethrower. No, it's no. like a, <laughs> it's just a legit electric rechargeable um, lighter, and it has like it almost looks like a mini. What did you call it? Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cattle prod or whatever it's yeah. called. It's like a mini one of those, and it just it, it, it just, just has the has a little arc right electric in it. And oh, it's so cool! Fucking terrifying! It's it is. so fun. Dude, when you turn on, it has that really high pitched like megahertz noise. Uh, it it doesn't like, hurt oh. my ears, but it hurt everyone hurt else's like, ears. Like I hear it, but it doesn't like really bother me. Like Gabe was here the other day, and it's the, and it was like no. That's the kind <laughs> of sound like hearing a taser. The cats don't like, like it. You're right. Just the like the arc of it. Just oh my god. Do it's you terrifying. remember when I'm we like, when we played Zombie LARP and we had items that you could use to like you know defeat one team or the other? And one of those was that um, the big flash component that would go on a camera. Do you remember me oh, having yeah, that at yeah. all? When I would, because you, you hit the red button and it just literally makes the flash. Yeah. But it was so fucking big and blinding, you couldn't see shit for like five minutes. But when you turn it on, it did that. Oh. <laughs> it powered up. It's like, oh, fuck, that's, here we go. That's some power in my hands right <laughs> yes. now. Uh, but that is the story of Granger Taylor. Also, I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt you, Matt, but, but it looks did. like we're fucking recording in the middle of goddamn December. These snowflakes are wow. like the size of quarters at least. Wow, they you remember huge. how literally the beginning of this podcast, you're like, oh, it's not so bad now. I know. And Again. now it's bad. <laughs> Again, goddamn it. it hasn't, it's not sticking yet, Well, at that's least. fucking good. I hate Ohio. Probably because probably it... <laughs> it's coming down. We're in a snow globe right now. Ah, we're in a snow globe. That's what it <laughs> looks like. Well, you feel like. that? Someone's shaking it. Okay, what but yes, the... The story of Granger Taylor. Stranger Granger. Stranger Granger. Yeah, poor guy. I'm sad you didn't mention the uh, fact that like his friends called him Simple Ben. Oh. <laughs> Never even heard that. Yeah. They, uh, I, I've heard Gentle Ben, but not Simple Ben. It might have been Gentle Ben. Are they ben. calling him stupid? It might have been Gentle Ben, but I thought I heard Simple Ben. But I feel like stupid I, is not a way to describe way. that also, guy. No. <laughs> I just also want to know where the fuck did they get Ben from? Yeah. Well, I think they think of like, I don't know, when you think of something... Big, big Ben comes to mind, so they're just kind of like Gentle Ben. But yeah, there was just a nickname because he was just the Gentle Ben. Maybe Ben's short for Granger. I mean, we work with a guy named, it's Todd, right? And that's not his name at all. Like what? It's not Todd. I, I'm pretty sure it's Todd. Like it's no, it's not his. It's not a middle name. It's not his first name. It has nothing to do with anything. I think people just call him Todd. What in the? It's fuck? either Todd. No, it's not Cliff because his name's Clifford. But yeah, I'm pretty sure we work with Todd, and that's just literally not Clifford, his name. the big red Todd. <laughs> <laughs> it's someone we work with. I can't remember huh. if it's Todd um, or maybe it's um Rocky's real name is Rock. Rocky. Yeah, but but yeah. So yeah, <laughs> wow. But yeah, that's the story of Granger Taylor. This very bright young, well, 32 years old when the incident took place. But uh, yeah, savant when it came to mechanical engineering. It seemed he built a single engine car or a single no, cylinder car. Uh, train a World War II plane. I mean, he made a name for himself, and people respected him, and he shared the same respect back. Took some kids under his wing, tried to just make the almost like make the community better, if you will. Um, and then all of a sudden, really got into UFOs and thought he was being taken away. Maybe he was. I am not going to stand yeah. here. And say so otherwise. mechanics is the gateway drug to ufos and it, apparently and, but yeah. it, uh one thing i do want to add talking going back to like the whole like 
suicide theory. Uh, a lot of people lead to like I guess there's interviews with like his si- like siblings and stuff, and they well, talk. Let's about Let's go with that. that. Let's start with our well, theories. Like let's converse on because I going know on. in like I think it was I forget how long ago it was, but like I know they did interviews with his siblings, and they talk about how they wish they would have like included him in more and like different stuff and like everything. It sounds. I mean, like who's to say that he you know wasn't suffering from something because right. it definitely seemed like well, he had yeah. his own personal demons and you know it could be possible that he decided to take it in one of the worst ways i could think of doing it but yeah dynamite my yeah, yeah my just, mind goes a little bit sadder to where he truly believed what he i, I believed, knew exactly where you're going um and that maybe maybe he meant to kill himself maybe he didn't Maybe it was an accident, but if he did mean that, I don't think he necessarily looked at it as like permanent death from yeah. this world. Oh, I was thinking you were going to say that he was going up there truly to meet aliens. No, and, I do believe and he do thinks that. Thing, but not intentionally kill himself. And yeah. Accidentally killed himself. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like either he accidentally did do it or he wasn't fully comprehending the fact that, oh, by blowing myself or whatever it is that that was a permanent death in a way. Yeah, like, like maybe Pac-Man, he was die and you just come back and right. play a game. Right. Man. But that's what I'm saying. Maybe he truly didn't see it that way. I, I yeah. like to believe yeah. that he's just up there having a fucking time of his life. Oh or, yeah. Looking down on us. Like, wow, look at this. He fuckers. could be, we literally or, do or, not you know, know. Or the 42 months, like he was actually supposed to show back up, but maybe he found space. He love. renewed the lease. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He like, you know, found space love. Exactly. It's just like, you know what? Or it's not time yet. I mean, to yeah. be fair, why would you want to come back? Especially 150 years from now, all your loved ones and friends are gone. Yeah. I mean, what's the point Who in knows? coming Maybe back? Maybe we're the most technologically advanced and sophisticated society on a planet that there is. Oh, God. If that's yeah, the, I have a hard time wanting to believe that. If that's the case, that. I'm going to be so disappointed because holy fuck, we're still a bunch of apes. I mean, we're pretty amazing in we're, our we're innovations, but Strong. I feel like we're also pretty shitty <laughs> he's, he's yeah. gonna be but he's gonna come back and it's gonna be like charles heston fucking planet of the apes where you know it's just gonna no. be go full circles and, you bastard you blew it up and it's just gonna, <laughs> gonna be the like statue of liberty no, and no he's gonna be like you bastard you blew it up and just be looking at his truck <laughs> no 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 my, my pet 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 job. No. <laughs> i'd be pretty upset i'm sure you would <laughs> but yeah you know it, it's hard to say i mean I do like my theory that like they abducted him and it was the the beam that caused the fucking explosion. Or I mean, the explosion was a cover up. Maybe it was yeah. intentional. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty fun, wild theory, obviously. It, uh, yeah. But no, I, I do like that. And I kind of want to you know, put at least one foot into that realm. But uh, yeah, I don't. I, God, I don't know. This is the one that pe- like it's super hard because like, mm-hmm. most like UFO and abduction cases, it seems like there's usually one super solid theory that you could lean on. But this one, there's not really a lot that hold a lot of water. No, and I mean, some people believe, it's mainly suicide, whether it's intentional or accidental. And then some people believe he wanted a fresh new start. So it would, basically that falls underneath the same realm, I would say, as suicide. Because it would look that way to everybody else, but to him, he was off doing his own thing. He was off to his second life. Yeah, some people believe that he was taken by the government. FBI, Mm. CIA, or someone else. I mean, we all know. Again, I can't prove that wrong, so. Yeah, I mean, you know, they like people that have... Bob Lazar, they liked him. Yep. 
They took him, supposedly. Mm, supposedly, yeah. they took him. I mean, yeah. he would be valuable. Yeah, I mean. Oh, yeah, he seemed to be a very they valuable asset. They totally use people that have far further like knowledge on and i have a hard time believing like that. that the government wouldn't blow something up to hide it oh god damn, <laughs> oh, especially fuck. when they have the means to just do yeah. whatever the fuck they want yeah i mean then, who's to say they didn't make it look like well, he yeah. died and then of course the last remaining theory that josh was saying is aliens yeah. aliens actually came and took that boy away i don't know what to make of it though that's what i want to believe I, it's, it's that's hard. what he wanted well yeah that's what I want to believe that's what Robert Keller his best friend truly yes. believes which is you know really fucking cool because I it's re- a listening one to, dedicated fucking best yeah friend. well right. listening to Robert talk in the interviews like on Spaceman and I think Unsolved Mysteries as well he seems like a intelligent man to right. I would think have the capacity of mind to realize Perhaps he's not up in space, but just for the benefit of the he's doubt not of delusional. Him, he doesn't he, believe yeah, something that's not. He's not delusional. Right. And, and, uh, I do also want to bring up the fact because I know some people, like some people, go on a theory like, "Oh, well, you know, his friends and family said that he was showing no signs, like you know, depression or anything." Most like people that. don't. No, as somebody that has suffered from depression Robin for Williams. a long fucking exactly. time. Yep, exactly. You know. You don't want to bar- burden people with your problems. Yeah, no, you don't want people su- to check on you because yeah, they'll super, never understand. And- a lot, like unfortunately, a lot of times, some of the happiest people exactly. are the ones that suffer the most. Yeah, that's why I always say check in on your friends. And honestly, you know, again, coming from somebody that had gone through this kind of shit before, you think about harming yourself. Go get fucking help. Mm-hmm. Go see a therapist. Trust me, they fucking help. Call anyone, your friend's mom. Yeah, it <laughs> doesn't matter. And, and just you know. People care about you. People love you. People will listen. I guarantee it. But yeah. Well, I, well said, my friend. I well will said. always be in full support of going to therapy because as much as it might be weird to be telling a stranger, just getting that shit off your chest, holy mm-hmm. fuck, it does Well, so and that's a big sign when you start leaving your belongings to yep. other people, when you start having a plan or you seem to not care about worldly possessions. Yep. Like, or that's you a write a will sign. and literally take exactly. out the word dead. <laughs> And put it's like a very yeah, because big sign. The, I think it was uh I think just going back to the Kryptonaut podcast because they're the one that I, I the one of the main podcasts that I listen to for this, um other than like watching interviews and videos and stuff. But I think it was one of them that brought up the theory too that he also could have scratched out those words just to kind of give his family peace of mind. Yeah, right. Uh, give his uh, give his family like, don't worry about the, me. Uh, the idea that he was coming back. You know, yeah. If you write if you write dead, you're not coming back. But if you write departed, that mm-hmm. just seems like you left yep. and you're still out there. Mm-hmm. Which who knows? You know, he could have very well done that. I mean, I'm sure he at least had half the that was half the mind of when he built his little spaceship in the backyard. I'm sure he wanted, you know, to build it because it was fun. That's just what he could do, and that's what he wanted to do. But I bet also it was like a safe haven to himself. He probably wanted to just go there and be with his own thoughts mm-hmm. and have no one bother him. You can't ever do that in the house, obviously, when you live yeah. with friends or family. But, uh, yeah, I I don't think at all that it was intentional suicide. I, I think he might have had, for the lack of a better term, like some demons to himself. You know, when they say that he seemed... Some degree of a mental illness, possibly. Some degree of... That's a, that's a much better way to put it. Some degree of a mental illness. Um, no, I'm not... Yeah, I'm not saying anything like He's not really crazy. Bad he's not that. a loony, no, I mean, you he know. He's insane for exactly. 32 years. I mean, he was fine. I mean, people loved him. But maybe that's how he coped, you know. he Maybe he came up well, with this lot- rhetoric of... That's my purpose, especially when 
a I'm, lot different back then, right, 42 exactly. years than now. Exactly. When your whole life is this one thing and your one purpose, it's like, what's next? And for him, yeah. it was yeah. literally well, the a transcend. He, he seemed to grow bored of it. Yeah. And, and it's like, what else do I want to do on Earth? Right. But it is very, very bizarre that like... Bizarre Lazar. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but like, it's just, it's strange to me that like, you know, he told his buddy that, it's hey, you know, you. This, I fucking hate you. <laughs> keep doing this while you talk. Granger things. But, uh, you know, he <laughs> talked about having like, the, you know, they're going to show up during this big storm. Mm-hmm. And he said this a month to a few, exactly. like a few weeks to a month before. What a hell of a coincidence if it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, like, you know, he had all his plans and, you know, all this big hurricane-like storm. And he's just like, well, fuck, here's my time. Exactly. Yeah. And I didn't mention it, but when I first read that and I said the storm of the century, that was quotes because yeah. newspapers and I think news stations will not say that this is like the worst storm we have seen in mm-hmm. probably decades. Of that and point. if you believe, if he truly believed what he believed, like, like, why would he not think this is the time? It, and, you know, on the total other hand where it could have been an accidental, uh, you know, death, maybe he was high off his ass on LSD True. and was planning to just throw a stick of dynamite somewhere, had it lit, and all of a sudden fucking trees started talking to him and he's just like, what? <laughs> Boom! And, it's true. Yeah. Like, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, we have we no just idea. don't know. Maybe fucking Treebeard was talking That's to him. That's the worst part like, is we just don't some know. Ent, some ant was talking <laughs> to him. <laughs> I just, I, yeah, you know, I, it, it's possible. Yeah, I'm crossing off. There are things it. in this um, world that we will never fully understand. Understand. We want answers. <laughs> Stop. No, that applies to this. Well, fuck yeah, that applies. It that applies. applies to everything. I know. That applies when you're in geometry class. I, that quote really does. I might, maybe I'll get that tattooed on me. That quote just really resonates with me, you know? I'm going to get a Bob Lazar tattoo. Are you? Just out of Spider Brady. I'm going to get Zach Bagans <laughs> on my arm, and I'm going to kiss him every morning. Like, good morning. Oh, God. <laughs> good morning, Zachy. Okay. Damn it. So I guess so, we... Yeah. Well, I'm crossing <laughs> off. I just want to say I'm crossing off taken by the government. I think that's the... I honestly believe... <laughs> but I feel like by that's aliens. one of the most like actual possible things that but, could happen. But I swear, you only think... Well, you only think that, and I'm sure everyone else only thinks that because they're just so conspicuous as it is. Yeah. Well, I mean... You okay. can't make heads or tails of them. I mean, yeah. hey, you know, the government runs hard. They're creating storms. Well, who's to say I've watched X Files. Yeah, who's to say they're not the ones that he, they? You know, like, let's give this guy a treat. Let's what? see what the fuck he does. <laughs> wow, he killed himself. What? What if? What if? You know? What if they manipulate him? And like, hey, come, come visit us. We're gonna show up. You know, they use harp to shoot the fucking laser beams down to create the storm and sick they, fucking rock concert. Bro. <laughs> and they go like meet him on the mountain. And he goes up and he's just like, yeah, fucking alien. It's just goddamn fucking. Joe Bob and fucking Joe Bob, <laughs> Joe Bob and Bob Joe. Yeah, it's some Joe other Bob guy. And Bob Joe in the morning. You know? How you doing? Ninety-seven point five. <laughs> fucking Joe Bob and Peter just fucking standing there in their black suits, and they're like, "Yeah, we're from the uh, the government. You're gonna have to come with us." Mm, men in I, black, baby. Well, I mean, mm. I know that. Well, oh god. Well, he's in Canada. Well, I I could see. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting he's in Canada. Yeah, mm. but that doesn't matter. The U.S. Well, ain't gonna stop because of a border. Yes. Well, the, the borders back <laughs> well, then were a lot easier to get. This by. is also true. Well, and, if you're in the government, you can do whatever who, you want. Basically, to know? I'm saying even for a person. Yeah. Who's to know? Maybe there's like some deeper intergalactic government true. where borders don't fucking matter. Well, yeah, you're talking about the law, the space law people. Well, we're, we're the fucking, one to put laws in yeah. space. Well, well are we wait, talking you about just, like the fucking like space corp, Green Lantern Corps, space corp. No, what you were <laughs> saying, somebody came out. Damn it, somebody came out recently saying that there was an intergalactic like council. Uh, yeah, I see it in all the sci-fi How does movies. One goal about being on such council. I don't know. Maybe you need a dynamite. Propel yourself up there. Shoot yourself up there and hmm. see what happens. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got to get a, a Pepto Pink truck first. A okay. Dots, a Datsun truck out of anything. But anyway, for me. I say taken by the government's off the table. I'm down to 
you know, unfortunate suicide or a fresh new start or abducted by aliens. I can. But see you don't this, think this. he like intentionally was like, I am going I to end my life because I am suicidal. I, th I think it was either an accidental suicide or I think he intentionally wanted to make it look like he killed himself yeah. okay. for the fresh new start. Dude, could but you it, could you imagine like if you sacrificed you talk about like fingers like if he was just like i'm gonna throw them off i'm gonna <laughs> purposely cut off a couple of my fingers throw it in here so they at least find some kind of bone fragments yeah he's got a, find he's, anything else mm, he's got a mental disorder Could you imagine yeah. going through that kind of like just right. full-on dedication yeah almost. like fuck. i'd be more hurtful watching my truck blow up this is true yeah especially if it's pink i mean i do need my fingers you know for beating off and playing guitar and all that good stuff but playing animal crossing uh, you could yeah. use the other hand stranger in a bathtub <laughs> yeah, do you true. sit on your hand till it falls asleep <laughs> no i don't i like when it's me oh okay <laughs> i take great pleasure yeah, so, in doing that but yeah so you know i guess like we said at the beginning this is one of the more interesting alien abduction cases out there in yeah. my opinion one of the saddest ones too. yeah definitely I mean, one of the it saddest. seems like you have good evidence right but every which way you go there's so many twists and turns like, again I, i'm on repeat now and it's just it's weird. It, like, it's undescribed. I don't know. I don't know what to do about it. It's so far paranormal, as like, spooky. As far as like alien abduction cases go, like this, I think lands up there in like the top, <laughs> lands. like top three. Like you know, I think this lands up there in like the top three with like you know Betty and Barney Hill, Travis Walton, and you know I think he stands up there with like being one of the more interesting. ones. This is by far one of the, if not the greatest, disappearance. Yeah. Of an individual that I've ever come across. I mean, this. I mean, this might actually be like a, a movie out there. I'm not sure, but this yeah, would be a great film. I just, I love this story. I don't love what or happened even a in the story. Made out of it, like or a Netflix a series. series. Yeah, it's and, just such a, yeah. you know, this ridiculously good. Story. And compared to like you know Betty and Barney Hill and uh, Travis Walton, you know, this is the only one that didn't show back up. At least as right. far as like the big ones go, everybody yeah. else was brought back. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's very true. Mm -hmm. Man, just imagine. <laughs> One day we wake and up. It's Maybe he's Green Lantern. Oh, God, I hope. And he's... it's unique, though, because he has people in his life and loved ones that believe him. Yeah. A lot of people, That's when they, true. they don't believe. Yeah. A who... lot of people are looked you know at and like, okay, sure. I've changed my theory. He's <laughs> fucking Green Lantern. He is the protector <laughs> of Earth. That's fine. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. I must yeah. say, first it was Star-Lord, but I guess we're going to Green Lantern round now, right? Green, well, Lan Green Lantern's cooler. Well, we started talking about space cops and, yeah. Green Lantern are totally like space cops. Space so. cops, space cops. Totally fucking on board with that. Hell yeah. So with all of our information and theories laid out here on the table, I mean, Cassandra, what do you think happened? Or what did you want to happen? Um, I mean, I definitely want to believe he went to space. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what I want to believe. Because again, I'm the kind of person that's, I don't know and I'll never know. So I'm the same way with religion. I don't know. I'll never know. I mean, maybe one day I will know, but I'm not going to sit around and ponder and, you know, think about things that will cause me existential dread. So I just want to believe that he did go to space. But again, in my mind, I feel like it's a sadder story, you know, that he probably needed help, um, didn't get the help he needed, truly believed what he believed. And I'm glad that his family and friends were there for him in that sense. But I also think it, it was a different time. You know what? But I truly think I'm, that he believed what he believed. And I don't think he's wrong in that. And I don't think he's stupid for believing what he believed in. But I do think ultimately it hurt him 
you know, and that he didn't mean I, to hurt himself, but I do think almost like a Heaven's Gate situation yeah. where, granted, Heaven's Gate, a lot of them were co- coerced. They actually did not want to drink the Kool Aid. A lot of them didn't. That, if you're thinking of People's Temple, sorry, yes, People's yeah. Temple. The, I get them confused really bad. Yeah, that's the no. one where they were shooting right when they were yeah, running yeah. away. Okay, yep. that's the one. I'm People's thinking. Temple was that yes. totally Heaven. That's Gate. when they went to a different country. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay, thank Heaven, you. Heaven's Gate. They were all aboard. Thank you. Um, and they all wear the same Oh, shoes. yeah, yeah. That's the one where they were found in their bunk beds and yep. shit, right? Okay. They Sorry, I got them confused. The same sneakers. A cult to cult to me, you know? <laughs> well, Ooh, you know, everyone. <laughs> I feel kind of kind of stupid now saying this, but I never really gave it much thought until you brought up the idea of maybe he did intentionally commit suicide, but believed that that was practically... Or that was that a was the next step, step in right. the plan to do it, right? Because obviously, I don't we're think all he on, saw. Oh, I'm so sad. My well, life has no meaning. I just need to. end. I don't think that's what he I was don't doing think so either. At all. I think we're all on board. We want him to go to space. We want him to be with aliens. Mm-hmm. But literally thinking about that now, in the last ten seconds, even though ten minutes ago I was like, I don't think it was intentional. I almost want to go that route. Mm-hmm. But for the fact that he thought that that was what he had to do. Right. And maybe that's why he was telling his friends and family, like, maybe he didn't even believe he'd be back in 150 years. But maybe he said that to his friends and family as in, like, maybe he didn't want to hurt them or upset them by saying, like, maybe he knew what he was about to do, but he didn't want his friends and family hurting. And so, Mm -hmm. but by saying 150 years from now, obviously they know that's not going to happen in their lifetime. So maybe that's a way for him to be like. 42 months to, to kind of beat around the bush in a way like yeah that's what i'm saying maybe he's like he doesn't want to come out and just say because he probably knew to other people if he knew he was going to end his life maybe he understood that they wouldn't see it the way he sees it and so he created this narrative in a way of oh 150 years from now then i'll come back maybe knowing he actually wouldn't but he didn't want his friends or family to stop him you know what i mean yeah maybe, maybe that's another another route of why hmm. he was saying the things he was saying. See, I also find why forty-two months. I don't mean to keep it, this yeah, going it's on. Just the, I mean, why do moms months. say their baby's twenty-four months old when they're fucking two? I mean, it, it could have just, just been. Well, good. then why three and a half years? <laughs> it just sounds good. It could have just been a good amount of time for him. Maybe it was a nod to. <laughs> Maybe that's somehow, what he was told. Somehow a nod to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That's the meaning of the universe, man. Forty-two. True. Yeah, maybe. That's true. But yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of with Cassandra on that theory, but I also, on a happier note, like to just imagine that he's just up there being green light, oh, fuck fighting yeah. fucking fuck yeah. Sinestro and Atrocitus. That's the, that's and the way everybody should come out of this keep because in, that is the best option there is. He is Earth's protector. <laughs> he is Earth's protector. Well, and when you literally have no proof and no idea what's what's actually happening, yep. what's wrong with looking on the upside yep. of things? When you literally can't say one way or another, why wouldn't you choose the better option to believe? Yeah. yeah. Well, Granger Taylor, Stranger Granger, the Green Lantern. Granger the, things. The, the Green Granger, like Green Power <laughs> Ranger. Man, we hope you're up there, and we hope you're having the time of your life, because I, uh, if I could, I'd be right up there with you. Sorry, Cassandra. <laughs> That's a great. I got the cats. Oh, well, good. They keep me warm at night. Now I mentioned how your world could be, you know, pets. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yep. I heard it here. Yep. All right. Well, with all that said, I think our thoughts are another uh, base there. You know, you can you can make of them what you will. I think uh, it's time to project sign off of here. If everyone else is cool with that in the room, I might. Any closing thoughts? Anything? Poo poo pee pee. Anything nope. cool you want to say? All right. Well, I have been 
Matthew Plunkett. Also, I do want to say real Wow, quick. I just said closing <laughs> things and no one said shit. It's not about the topic, but I do want to say thank you for your wife for coming on the episode yeah. and being thank sure. Thank you for having me, Joshy. Yeah, who Whatever. knows? She cool. might become a reoccurring hey, character hey, in this. I haven't not, gone through the hazing hey, phase yet. Yeah, let's not reach too far. What are you saying? I'm not good enough? Yet. I'm not funny enough. Oh, hold on. It's okay. I'm not I, funny I, enough. I also like how she's arguing about not being a part of this now, even though she didn't originally. No, no, but no. <laughs> no, I'm arguing with the fact that he doesn't think I'm good enough. I think you're good enough. I don't think Thank you've had you, enough Joshy. had enough hours experience on your belt, you know, under your belt here. You mean the on, belt that won't fit you? My, my tummy belt, <laughs> we can call it. What do you mean belt? I bought a new belt. Yeah, it fits barely me now, fits bitch. You. Yeah, I went, like, I went to went to Target to the first dot. To all their belts, the biggest belt, and it wouldn't even fit on my fat ass. <laughs> I'm like, this makes me feel bad. I'll just get I'm you sorry. some uh, bailing twine. I'll just yeah. There you go. I've done it before. Just, I have just put some zip ties together. I mean, when I used ten or so, or thirty. And when I sk- used to skateboard, you used to just do shoestring belts. Yes, cause, exactly. Mm, yeah, because yeah. falling out of belt buckle hurt. <laughs> but ooh, so yeah, who knows? Maybe uh, everyone listening to this will hear a little bit more of Cassandra. And if you don't like that idea, I'm sorry. Not leave sorry. a review. <laughs> let <laughs> yeah. us know. Yeah, let us know. Do you like Cassandra being on board? Please, She's our new Brady. Please say nice things, or I will cry. <laughs> on board the TFR spacecraft. Come on, people. Let us know. How do I get off? Review us. Review us. Review us. Yes, please. We will. We will. And review. And like I said, <laughs> we will. We will review. But like I said, review. you know, if you leave a review, we'll read it. Yeah, we'll. Re- yeah, we'll read it right on this fucking podcast. Because uh, honestly, Even if like, it's mean, because we're self-destructive. Wow. Uh, like honestly, like leaving reviews, like it's a great way to expand us to other shares. Because like when you. Leave five stars and reviews. Like the more reviews and five stars, that's what gets picked up by like Apple Podcasts and yeah. all that. Don't that you guys want us to be happy? for algorithms. Yeah. Don't you exactly. want us to have smiles on our face? If you give us a, a five star, four star, whatever review, and I read it and I'm like, oh my God, this person smile. loves the podcast. I will be so happy. And, and if you grateful. found us through another podcast, because we still get or been getting like a big uptick in views and listens lately, where I have no idea where the fuck they're coming from. Oh, I know. Hi, but, strangers. Yeah. So Stranger Granger. You have been like recommended through like another podcast or something. Let us know so we can shout them out. Yeah. Come on, people. We're talking to you. Talk to us. Yep. All right. But anyways, without further ado, Project, I'm Josh. Project sign off on Matthew. That's Josh. And, and, uh, and Did you forget my name? I wanted you to talk. Oh, you said his name. Yeah, after him. I said my name. Yeah, after. He already talked. Oh, I don't get the special treatment. What is happening? What is your fucking <laughs> name? Cassandra. Cool. <laughs> that was great. She's happy. We're all happy. Goodbye, everybody. Have Bye. a great time out there. Stay safe. Bye. Buddy. Love each other. Make spaceships. Go to space. Tell us what it is. Bring us back a souvenir. Bye. <laughs> space rocks. Hey, everyone. We here at the Farthest Reaches want to say thank you because you, the listeners, make all of this possible. Please share our podcast with your friends, your family, or total strangers. You can find and connect with us on Facebook at the Farthest Reaches Podcast, Instagram at the Farthest Reaches, or Twitter at TFR Pod Official. There we will be posting all sorts of strange stuff and updates for upcoming episodes and whatever else we get ourselves into. If you would like to share a personal story by chance, then you can reach us at our email, thefarthestreachespodcast at gmail. We would love to hear from you, and maybe we will even tell your story to the world. In the meantime, though, explore the elusive. 
Seek the knowledge of the obscure, and together we can translate this strange language of reality into something that we can understand. With that said, thanks for tuning in.